Welcome to the Danny Picard Show, Wednesday, November 14th, 2018, broadcasting from the Beantown USA studio. Beantown USA is Boston's home for customized screen printing and embroidery. Get more information on their website, beantownusa.com. On this special edition of the show, I am currently sitting next to Sports Illustrated's pro wrestling insider, Justin Barrasso. Justin, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me today. Always a pleasure to be live in studio. Thank you for having me. Last time we talked, it was over the phone, right? Yes, this past August before SummerSlam. A SummerSlam preview. This is, to the wrestling fans out there that listen to my show and who follow you, this is a tradition unlike any other. And I know I steal that slogan every time we talk. I steal it from Jim Nance, you know, talking about the Masters. But to, to the wrestling fans out there that follow both me and you, this really is what Jim Nance calls the Masters a tradition Unlike any other. And I like the fact we do it before all the big pay-per-views. We do it before the Survivor Series, before the Rumble, before Mania, before SummerSlam. The four major the pay-per-views four, the majors, is what I call Right, them. absolutely. <laughs> I like that. It's absolutely right, though. And I think that uh, I hope we give a voice out there to some people who, who love to watch just as much as we do. Well, on this show, we will preview the upcoming WWE Survivor Series pay-per-view, which takes place this Sunday night at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. And there have been a couple major last-minute shakeups to the original COD. We'll break it all down. And I need to ask, Justin, what's going on with Bullet Club in New Japan Pro, in Ring of Honor? Now the that group, Bullet Club, they're called the Elite, not part of Bullet Club at all? I'm very confused about that. And is got, there, so- a lot of catching up is there something else that we should know about that sort of name change? And maybe I shouldn't say name change because... You know, they have been the elite on YouTube. They were known as the elite. They're just completely removing Bullet Club from that stable. Is there something else we should know about that? We'll talk about all of those things. And um, it's all presented by DraftKings. Play for free at DraftKings.com or on the DraftKings app by using promo code PICK, P-I-C, at DraftKings. You can draft a new team every single day with no season-long commitments. Just pick your team and follow the action live on your DraftKings app. And again, play in any contest for free, any $3 contest for free when you sign up using promo code PICPIC at DraftKings.com. This show is also presented by BetOnline. Sign up today at BetOnline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% welcome bonus With college football, the NFL, the NBA, and the NHL all underway, this is the perfect time to make your online wages at betonline.ag and take full advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts and also the exclusive partner of Podcast One Sportsnet, betonline.ag. So I got the ads out of the way, Justin. Now we can really dig into it. Survivor Series this Sunday. I got to open with you real quick. I haven't seen you since exposing the Houston Astros yeah. really as, as a bunch of as a bunch of frauds as in the wrestling term terminology they'd be you know no good heels. Um, I get my ring next week, my championship ring. And just a newsflash, actually, the Houston Astros have not won a game since I broke Danny that Picard story. Danny broke that story, and you I'm know? sure somewhere he was <laughs> like, it's kind of cool to think. Not that this is why you're doing it, but it's kind of cool to think Tito Frank- Francona must have been like. Damn right, that kid's good. Like, they must have been, Cleveland must have been happy too. So, I'm glad you got that right 
screw the Astros for cheating. And uh, this isn't the pro wrestling world. I like when the wrestling world, when they cheat, that's fun. But not in pro baseball, major league baseball. So I'm glad the Sox. Uh, it wasn't. I guess the Applegate wasn't that long ago. But I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad that. Uh, well, I'm glad everything worked out. The well, here's the, here's the deal. Champions of the Red Sox. Major League Baseball. They they didn't know about it. It's just that if it wasn't for my report, it wouldn't have got announced. Then perhaps Major League Baseball wouldn't have felt the need to really secure the dugouts the way they did the rest of that series because now all eyes were on this situation. I sort of, you know, opened that can of worms that they didn't want anyone knowing about. So without me, nobody would have known about it. If nobody knew about it, maybe Major League Baseball wouldn't have taken it as serious the rest of that series. And then who knows what happens? So that's why I always kind of joke. You know, who did more for the 2018 Red Sox? Me? Or Drew Pomeranz. Or Dustin Pedroia? Right? Who who did more for the Red Sox? I like Pedroia in that role, though. He he wasn't. I don't. I don't. A huge Pedroia fan. Was I not know. a great teammate. Don't even get me started during the Bobby on Bobby years. Don't even get me. Don't even get me started on year. on Dustin Pedroia, Manny Machado's best friend. Let's move on. Let's get to the real. It stuff. It wasn't him, huh? It wasn't. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Let's yeah. get to the real yeah. stuff. Here we go. Survivor Series this Sunday. All these major shakeups. What's going on? Manny Machado striking out to end the World Series. There's some poetic justice to that, though. Come on. That was a pro wrestling type. Vince McMahon drew that up in his, in his boardroom. That was. But did Vince McMahon draw up? He didn't draw up what's going on with Becky Lynch. And I never thought that I would have. First of all, I never thought I would have you in here, Justin, to talk about one of the major pay-per-views. And we would open with Becky Lynch and how that really is the biggest storyline in the WWE right now. Who Becky was- Lynch. Who was an afterthought? A, what, it was an afterthought up till months ago. Nobody cared. No, not the people didn't care, but you had no reason to care about Becky Lynch. And I think that's the prevailing point of the, the Becky Lynch discussion. And I think you can make connections to Ring of Honor, which we're going to do in this session. We're going to do it with New Japan. But Becky Lynch, why do you care about her? She she used to fight on SmackDown all the time. Why would you care though? Why would you care about a Becky Lynch Carmella match? You wouldn't. Now you do. There's that story there. It's a nice reminder, or a healthy reminder, that you've got to have that story. And again, you hear wrestlers say it thousands of times. Oh, it's just me with the volume turned up. Well, yes, you need to let people show their personality. And I love the fact. I kind of think the Austin connection, the parallels are a little forced. But oh, they're so forced. Right. That's our King of the Ring moment. No, it's just a. Re- can we just enjoy her moment for what it is? If anything, it's. I think she maybe is a cross between Stone Cold and CM Punk. Like, I did, there's, there's yes. an attitude there that some people try to have that attitude in their personality, and it just, doesn't, it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't feel right with her. It's like, whoa, one, it came out of nowhere. Two, when she puts on this attitude, it's almost like, well, when she didn't have the attitude, that was her fake self now this is almost her real personality it has that real personality feel to it and i think that's why this works with her with austin too i think the one connection you can make is austin was passed over for seven years austin was legitimately he'll talk about this he was legitimately angry like that anger wasn't man that it wasn't uh fake it wasn't manufactured he was legitimately pissed he put that on screen they made him the ringmaster he was an afterthought. WCW didn't want him. Hulk Hogan had nothing to do with him. He was in ECW, kind of ripping off a little bit of the Sandman. Let's not. I mean, that was Sandman's gimmick was the be- crushing the beers and this and that. So, but I, I love Austin, and he 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 made you know he it was perfect. What he he kind of found that magic in a bottle. Mm. Becky Lynch too passed over for so long. When you get that opportunity, 
you don't let it go. And I think that's the special thing. Austin actually said that to AJ Styles, I think, on his podcast. When you get a chance to lay it into somebody after you've been passed over for years and years. AJ Styles, another guy, not not playing a he, an angry heel on TV, but like he's angry in his matches. He was for a long time too. Styles has been so special, I think, because he was passed over by WWE for so long. So Lynch, I think, is a, is a great story. Who would have ever thought she'd be the top story? I do think the best two raw, uh, the best two moments in WWE of recent memory, not best per se, but you want to see how they react. Vince McMahon has no challenge. Right, I know they have the Madison Square Garden show, Ring of Honor in New Japan, but that's not a challenge for WrestleMania. That's actually a boom, boom for WrestleMania. Vince will get more fans at WrestleMania because of that Ring of Honor New Japan show at MSG. It might not look good for NXT, but that's Paul Levesque, that's Triple H, right? So in some ways, that Ring of Honor New Japan show is good for Vince. What does he care? It's not you're not taking away from Mania. You're putting more butts in seats, right? So it's actually great for Vince. So he has no challenge, no real challenge. So how do you challenge the guy? I thought a great Raw was devastating news about Roman Reigns. That was a great Raw. Like Vince had a think on his feet. It ends with Dean Ambrose turning on Seth Rollins. The guy needs a challenge. He was working the gorilla position, which is by the curtain for the Evolution Women's Pay-Per-View. Vince wants a challenge. you got to challenge him, which is hard to do. And I'm guessing it's, you know, we're, we're both New England fans, Bill, Coach Belichick fans. It's hard to challenge Bill Belichick, right? Especially he doesn't have Cornell and his staff and guys that he used to. It's, it's guys who are going to say, yes, coach. So with Vince, it's sort of hard. This week again, it was really interesting. Last night on SmackDown, he needed a pop before the Survivor Series. They lost Becky Lynch. They can't control that. And then they had this title change with Daniel Bryan winning the belt. Like, I love when Vince is under pressure. It doesn't happen very often, but you and I in our 30s and, and most fans in their 30s, 40s, and beyond can relate to this. That attitude era, Vince was under the Not everything was great, mm. but he was under the gun. They needed to make things happen. They needed to be spontaneous. I can't tell you how many times I sit and watch Raw or SmackDown, and I just feel like it's going through the motions. Give me some spontaneity, some creativity. Yeah. Even if it's not good. Some unpredictability. Raw used to be unpredictable. It's not now. You, I mean, three segments ahead, you can know, it's gonna, you know exactly what's going to happen. But there's been little pot, uh, spots where it's been like, yeah. oh, this, this feels like it should. And it should feel tense. It should feel exciting. And I think that the, the Reigns episode, and that again, that's a that's a tragedy. It's I hope he's going to be okay. There's nothing really like that in pro wrestling with a headliner, a guy who headlined the last four manias, is no longer on the roster, current active because of leukemia. I mean, it's terrible. And then the Becky Lynch concussion, which uh, they both connect, actually, because, again, I've had enough contacts with, with people in WWE who've mentioned that there's no set main event for mania. There's no Roman Reigns. So there's no, I think the, the leading candidate is Ronda Rousey. Who's her opponent? Of course, it's Charlotte Flair. That's the match you're building to for Mania. So last night, I thought it was really interesting to see the look on Charlotte's face, and she played it well. That had to be, had to be not ideal news for her. Mm -hmm. That A, her best friend, one of her best friends, suffered a concussion, and the match she wanted for WrestleMania, not to say it can't happen again, but that's the match she wanted for Mania. Now, maybe. They can't build to Becky Lynch. My opinion would be you would have had Charlotte win the Royal Rumble, and you would have the champions ringside or watching or whatever, and then she picks a match. She picks Ronda Rousey. That's your Charlotte-Ronda Rousey match, and, and you do something with Lynch. Now I don't know. Maybe the Mania match is Lynch-Rousey. Can you imagine Becky Lynch headlining WrestleMania? I think it would be fantastic. Uh, all right. Well, so just, I, I think I think No, I, it's all the same thing, but I think if, if – if you're listening to this, you probably know what's going on at Survivor Series, which is this Sunday. If you don't, just quickly, I'll, I'll get you caught up to speed. So Becky Lynch 
you know, this is the pay-per-view where the SmackDown wrestlers take on the Raw wrestlers. Becky Lynch is the SmackDown women's champ. Ronda Rousey is the Raw women's champ. This is a rivalry that's been playing out now um, for a little bit with these two. And they're going to face off at Survivor Series. Champ versus champ. Becky Lynch has this new attitude, this new persona. Everybody loves her. She's a heel. But is she really? Because everybody now loves the heel (laughs) in this day and age. Uh, but she's great to the point where people have compared her to Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, I said I think she's maybe a mix of Stone Cold and, and CM Punk, and she's really— I think it's unfair to her to say Yeah. Because when, even when Daniel Bryan blew up, it wasn't like, oh, that reminds me of Randy Savage in 1988. No, it's just enjoy it for what it is. So I agree, but she is she is the most compelling character in WWE right now. She is. Right she's now. entertaining. Yeah. Uh, she's fun to watch. Uh, I love the attitude that she has. Right on the microphone. And she belongs, uh, you know, in, in one of the main event spots— you know, if it's just the women's main event or if it's the main event of an entire show, she she belongs in one of those spots. She's proven that. But on Monday Night Raw, as the Team SmackDown attack Team Raw, as they usually do before this, this Survivor Series. You think they'd be ready for that by now, by the Nia way. Nia Jax connected with a punch to Becky Lynch's face. Looked reckless. It was a closed fist. Usually they lighten up with that fist by the time it gets to the face, don't they? But but it hit her. It connected. There was blood everywhere. You know, she ended up getting... She got Phenomenal up. Phenomenal visual. Phenomenal visual. She got up. She finished the whole skirmish and little brawl in the ring. She runs Ready. up to the to the stands. She's Ready looking down. She's yeah. looking down from the stands. Blood all over her face saying, how do you like that, Ronda? Whatever she was yelling. And then, you know, the, the next night on SmackDown and rumors came out on social media before be the off. event was that she suffered a concussion and a broken face, that's what they're calling it, and that she won't be able to fight at Survivor Series, which is a huge blow to the card because now they have to find someone else to replace her, and they 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 had they have Charlotte Flair which replacing the, her, which brings us the best match to what you wrote about, what you just talked about. You wrote about it in your column this week at SI.com. Check it out every Wednesday at SI.com. Um, you wrote in your column, you just mentioned it, that... that Perhaps now that they have to have Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series, that takes away from what was supposed to be maybe the women's WrestleMania moment at WrestleMania 35 at MetLife Stadium. But here's what I tweeted last night as this was all playing out during SmackDown. I said, the Becky Lynch concussion or broken face or combination of the two, it was a blessing in disguise. It's a blessing in disguise because now... You can spend all this time hyping up Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania 35, and that will be the main event of WrestleMania 35. And it won't be because of Ronda Rousey. It won't be because of Ronda Rousey. It'll be because of Becky Lynch. A fist from Nia Jax? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and because Becky Lynch, it's because so of phenomenal. the character that right. she is right now. And Rousey's an easy main event main event for Mania. I mean, Ronda Rousey can, could headline, could have headlined probably still could one of the biggest UFC she's a name she's a legitimate name and a star I do think though to me short term that's the match on Sunday I'm I'm most excited to see I want to see how Charlotte Flair reacts how how what does she look like in the ring I think that's such a big proving point for her because if she was dreaming and I'm sure she was because who wouldn't be about a WrestleMania main event well this is still her chance to prove she belongs there 
They want a rematch, right? There's no reason that – I mean, I couldn't wait. I'm actually a little disappointed we're not going to see AJ Styles, Brock Lesnar. I'm excited. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I think that match was phenomenal last year. It was yep. fantastic. It was awesome. So if they put together a great match tomorrow – It no honestly match. was one of the best matches I've ever seen last year. Brock has unfortunately had such a short list of really good matches in the past six years. Um, I wouldn't put that one above the Punk SummerSlam match in uh, New York, but was that California? Was that LA? Punk and uh, Punk and who? Brock had a great SummerSlam match that went like over twenty minutes, which is like you, you never see Brock. You know, you don't see Brock for twenty minutes on a show. Mm-hmm. You know, bell to bell entrances, sure. exits. You don't even see him that long. But they had a really. It was one of Punk's finest moments. Brock was really good. Brock was a workhorse back in the day. He could go. That last that last year's Survivor Series match with Styles, which was supposed to be Brock Jinder Mahal, which they changed late, kind of like this year. Yeah. But except last year, there was no juice to that match, right? There was no excitement to Brock Jinder. People are going to be excited. We're excited to see but, Brock uh, but, but we'll get to that. But I'm just sorry. getting back to Charlotte Flair. This Sunday yeah. is a huge moment for her because she needs to prove that she still belongs in that main event. Now, that might be a triple threat match, which Vince McMahon clearly doesn't like to do in his main events at WrestleMania. He likes to have one-on-one match. Now, he's broken from that occasionally, but his main events are normally not triple threats. You could have a Becky, Charlotte, Ronda Rousey main event. If you're going to go with your three best women, go with your three best women, right? If you're going to go with your best, maybe you want your three best. So Charlotte's got a lot on the line, more, I think, than Ronda Rousey, because if Rousey has a bad match, she's still Ronda Rousey. I think she's still the leading character, leading figure to, to main event mania. The question is, who was her opponent? I think right now it's Becky Lynch. And like you said, to a bless- I'd never say a broken face is a blessing in disguise, per se, Danny. But you're right in the sense that, rest- and I touched on this in the column today, wrestling doesn't have long-term stories anymore. It just doesn't. There's too much content. But it's, it's almost the perfect storm. Becky's on away from Ronda for now. Becky's on SmackDown. She's on Tuesdays. Ronda's on Mondays. Keep them as far away from each other. Let them talk about each other. But keep them as far away from each other as possible. Let them be a build. Let, let them, don't even let them, maybe at the Royal Rumble they touch, who knows. But keep this brewing for as long as possible. November, December, January, February, March, April. We're going to want to explode by the end of this to see this action. It's a really good story. Sometimes you have to be good or lucky. Uh, WWE might get a little lucky. Who would ever think that a broken nose and a concussion would lead to a great mania moment? Hey, it could. All right, let me ask you this. Because this is a possibility too. D- is it one of those, one of those, it just so happens that, that, she actually did su- suffer a concussion and a broken face. Like, was this supposed to be the storyline? And it just so happens that, you know, she suffered the injury on top of it? Oh, no. Is this really just because of the injury? Because part of me looks at it and goes, this was supposed to be such a big fight. That is that like, is that really what's like, she won't be fine by Sunday? I she think- can't, she really can't go Sunday? Well, I do think with concussions, they're very careful with their loss, the, the amount of lawsuits and litigation. I think that, that you know, concussion's a dirty word, right? You got to be very careful. So I, 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 I believe me. I'm, I question, so is it a storyline? I question everything. You know, that, that's kind of like. I question everything in wrestling. I don't think this is a storyline. I think okay. it's the real deal. All right. So, it, 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 look, that was a good question. Though, that was it. I just, I'm thinking of all that stuff. Some people are going after Nia Jax, you know, if it is real. Like, it seems to be real. That black eye is real, right? Um, should people lay off her? Like, or is that like how bad is that what she did? And and did she? Will she? Will there be any type of punishment for her for for something like that? Uh, That's a genuine question. Like I, yeah, I have no idea. I think she's protected again because of her cousins, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Though he's not overly involved. They have that upcoming movie. Um, 
they're working with WWE, but I don't think so. Unless, I mean, we'll, we'll see how she's booked, right? We'll see, is she punished? Originally, you know, I don't think so. Again, I think it was just an errant punch in the ring. If they deem that reckless or they deem that trying to hurt somebody, I think, yes, they do police themselves. But I don't think, I don't think that she would go into business for herself and knock out Becky Lynch. Maybe she was trying to make a stiff punch look really strong. I don't think she'll pay consequences for it, but it'll be interesting. I guess we'll see how she's booked starting on Sunday. It seems like she's the next challenger, or she is supposed to be the next challenger for Ronda down the line. She has that, that match when she wants it. So I don't know. I don't think so, but we'll see. Yeah. I, I just, look. I haven't heard that she's in any hot water for what put it, it Put it this way. Again, I mention it. I think it's a blessing in disguise. I think the whole, the way it went down, you got the crimson on her face. You got, you know, um, the buildup now to WrestleMania. Hopefully that's the way they play it. I think you, you said it right. Like at Royal Rumble, maybe they can have a moment where it's somehow in the same room together trying to go at each other. I think Becky Lynch, maybe they should have her go away for a little bit now. I you know, agree. But, who, but, but they'll I, probably I, have them fight at Royal Rumble. Like that's, they're probably going to ruin it like that December for pay-per-view where they'll, they'll fight on some, yeah, on, on some Saudi Arabia show. Um, I hope not. I hope they keep them away from each other. You know, it's funny, WWE, and, and I, I love WWE. I watch it. I, I cover it, too, so I, I try to be as honest as possible, and that means being critical at times. But they've, they've run certain matches to the point where, like, I don't really want to see AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura together anymore. I love both those guys, but, man, they've just... They just sh- did it seven times in a row on SmackDown, on pay-per-views, again on SmackDown. It's like... And it's not 1989 where I don't... You can't see this stuff on social media. It's on... There's too much content, and it's one of the reasons why certain guys have an advantage being... Like Kenny Omega, I think he is the best in the world, but it helps. I think the, so too. Yeah, it helps the fact that you don't see him much because when you do, those matches are really special. Mm-hmm. You make sure you watch. Like I went, I drove out to Poughkeepsie this past Friday to watch the Northeast Wrestling Show for, for him to fight Phoenix, who's very good too. And Phoenix was outstanding in the match. I think Omega is the best in the world. It would. It's tough though. I mean, Seth Rollins is right there too, and. Maybe Rollins is so good because he has to wrestle every month. He he wrestles every Monday. The worst thing you can do as a pro wrestler is be seen too often. And whether you like him or hate him, Hulk Hogan is a guy who knew how to pick his spots when it is heyday, right? You never saw too much of him because if you saw too much of the guy, he becomes ordinary. Yeah, but it was Brock different. Les- it was different right. then. Brock you have more shows now. Brock's the one guy. Brock hasn't wrestled a match on Monday Night Raw since uh, Tommy Dreamer in 2002. 2002. Now, granted, he was gone a bunch of those years, but Brock doesn't wrestle Raw matches. He's in the position where he can say, no, I'm not going to, but a Brock match is still special. There are very few wrestlers who you say, that match is special. I'm not going to see that again, right? Because mm-hmm. Brock Bryan on Sunday, you might not see that matchup again. Very very likely, you're going to see Bryan again, we hope. I know he's had a lot of issues with concussions and neck injuries, but I can't believe we're in 2018, by the way. We're talking in November. We're talking about Becky Lynch headlining WrestleMania. That's fantastic. I can't believe I'm doing it. And, which but is yeah, great. We're doing it. Daniel Bryan's world. We should be doing it based on what's going on. Daniel Bryan, for the first time since 2014, is WWE champion. And he's, I, I love the fact they turned him heel last night. Now they can go back and forth in that story. Bryan, people are like, oh, is he getting punished? No. Bryan's a great heel. Bryan's super creative. And Daniel Bryan has plateaued since WrestleMania. Right, that good guy, the yes gimmick. Let him come back to it. It's gonna mean more when he comes back to it. But right now, absolutely run. What, what's the last? The only thing with Brian we need, we haven't seen yet is maybe a Brian Miz Mania match. We've already seen too much of those guys, to be honest. Uh, Brian needs to go. To, it's healthy for him to go to the heel side of the card and wrestle the babyfaces. He can wrestle uh, 
he'll have rematches with Styles. I, I can't wait for a Brian Rey Mysterio feud. That's I mean, come on, right? Like, I, I'm ready. I'm to all watch. set with that. I don't need really. To see that. I want yeah, to see. I, I want to see five that. of those matches. Well, look, just to bring it back to, I want to see. I'm excited to see Brian on the other side. Daniel Bryan, to his storyline adds adds to the you know unpredictable tone that WWE has right now. That's why I say the Becky yes. Lynch stuff is a blessing in disguise, and they need to keep her away from Rousey on really until WrestleMania to keep that build up going, and and because it, it gives you that unpredictable sense that it gives it that unpredictable tone. And it also happened with Daniel Bryan on SmackDown where you just mentioned he won the WWE Championship. He beat AJ Styles one, two, three on SmackDown to win the title. And I was shocked. I was shocked. And this thing, this thing started with Paul Heyman. AJ Styles comes out to do a promo. Paul Heyman comes out out of the stands, gets a microphone, and he randomly brought up Daniel Bryan, and I don't know if he, like, butchered the line, but I I had to rewind it and be like, I don't get what he just said. Like, why is he bringing up Daniel Bryan? Like, it didn't make any sense to me because he he ranked Daniel Bryan as someone who was the best and then said, wait, it to me, that promo didn't make any sense. It made sense later in the night. But at the time, I'm going... I don't understand. So then Daniel Bryan came down and said, if you say my name one more time, I'm going to punch you in the face. And AJ Styles was like, well, Paul Heyman is the one that mentioned you in the first place. I didn't mention you. And then he said his name, Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan went after him. And it was just a weird, like, and then you had them going at each other and Shane McMahon's like, you're going to put the title on the line. And even when he said that, I did think to myself, wow, maybe they're going to do what they did last year before Survivor Series and have the late title change because it was Jinder Mahal last year. And AJ Styles. He's an afterthought now, by the way. Yeah, AJ Styles won the belt, and that led us to AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar. Fantastic. Last year at Survivor Series, we thought we were going to see a rematch, but even when Shane McMahon on SmackDown said, "All right, titles on the line," even though I thought, "Wow, there could be a title change," and even as they're wrestling in the main event on SmackDown Tuesday night. There was never really a point where I'm like, they're going to give this belt to Daniel Bryan. Until when the ref counted that two count, and I didn't see style. You can normally see a guy move, shift, this, that. He didn't move at all. I like that match because of two reasons. Unpredictability, which we talked about, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons I think we love, you love wrestling, you love that unpredictability of Raw when it's, or, or any wrestling show, but Raw in particular, it's a signature wrestling show. But also the blurring of the lines of reality. Their last match, which was pushed up before the Saudi Arabia show because Bryan didn't go to Saudi, which I think was the, that was the report by uh, Robbie Fox from Barstool. Great report, and mm-hmm. he was right. Uh, Him and Cena, right, right, right. and they he, refused to go to. What are you going to do to John? Saudi Cena? Arabia can't, can't punish John Cena. You can punish Brian. So Brian, they pushed that match up to the Tuesday before the Saudi show, before Crown Jewel, and Brian does something that a white, you know, a baby face, a white meat baby face never does. He tapped out clean in the center of the ring. They, he had the match with Styles on SmackDown, and he tapped. Good guys don't tap clean. They just don't. It's you don't do it. It's it's. Like, that's a punishment in and of itself. So I was curious last night when they announced the rematch. I'm like, oh, I'm curious the finish of this match. Like, you already had now. Now you can actually, the fact that Brian won and he knocked out, kicked him in, kicked Styles in the head after the match. Now you can actually use that as a storyline, that he made him tap. And, you know, it, it's part of the story. But by, by, white meat baby faces don't tap in the middle of the ring. So I love the fact that that was even the blurring of the 
lines of reality was tied into last night. I was so curious how that match would end. I love the fact they threw us for a loop and but Brian But he pinned won. him for the three count, right? Yeah. No, but Styles made Brian tap. Oh, that's right. That's right. Saudi show. Well, well, but Daniel Bryan, I mean, you mentioned him going heel. He nice twist. got the he got the three count, you know, it led to the ref was knocked over and then when the ref wasn't looking, Daniel Bryan snapped and and hit him with a low blow, a knee to the balls. And uh that is a move of a heel, right? right. It's like the symbolic move of a heel. And he is such a dynamic heel. And I then think, I think after Brian the win, this. after Brian wins the title, it wasn't enough for him. He goes after AJ Styles, continues to kick him in the face. He loses his mind. He loses his cool. He seems like a nut. And it's like, oh, Daniel Bryan's heel. Well, now I'm going to be curious to see, now that Daniel Bryan's going to face Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series instead of AJ Styles' Brock Lesnar, I'm curious to see if Daniel Bryan is going to come out to the yes if he's going to do the yes chant, you think he's going to do it? I hope. I hope two things. He comes out to the nose. The no. No. Yeah, Daniel Bryan's such a great heel. I hope he comes out to the nose and we see a little bit of that in evolved uh, villain, you know, uh, evolved heel in Daniel Bryan. I also hope if Brock goes over, which I'm sure Brock's going to win this match, I'm perfectly fine with AJ's interfering to cost Bryan the match. I don't mind a clean finish in the sense that, like, you can have Bryan – get pinned or tap or whatever, yeah. but have AJ cost in the match. I think that would add more story than just Brian losing. I hope Brian, uh, uh, you know, an admitted Daniel Bryan apologist, and I like Brock a lot too, but I don't want Brian to get pinned clean. I'd like to have some reason why he lost. See, this is big for Daniel Bryan because... Agreed. He, he, uh, he was a guy, I'm just like, I don't know, I don't want to see him anymore. You know what I mean? Like, he just doesn't... He plateaued. He was just, yeah. he was just a, a plain guy once again. Before, like you know, the guy before the Yes movement, and really, again, I just he just didn't do anything for me in in the ring. So I think he needed this. His character needed this. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go with this heel character. Plus the babyface, the subsequent babyface turn, like he's gonna be a babyface again someday. Yeah, it's gonna mean more when he comes back to being a good guy Look, again. So I'm it's an a- smart story. I'm an AJ Styles guy. I wanted to see him and Brock Lesnar again. Yeah. in the main event, but. I love when they're unpredictable. And and me and you have done this regular segment before major pay-per-views for, what, a couple of years now. And um, I think maybe going back a year ago, what was my biggest complaint that I had every time you came on? I said, we could sit here and predict how this is going to end. And you know what happened? We would get it right. I think maybe going back to, I don't know, was it last year's WrestleMania? Where everybody thought, well, Brock's done. It's over. And they had Brock Brock Lesnar win, and people were pissed about that. And I said, I'm not, because nobody thought that was going to happen. Like, that was unpredictable. That was perfect. They need to be unpredictable. The Becky Lynch stuff, even if it's just real and they didn't want it to happen, it's great. It's a blessing in disguise because it's unpredictable. The Daniel Bryan stuff, even though I wanted to see AJ Styles against Brock Lesnar again. Well, it's unpredictable. So, I'm okay with it. But it brings me now to maybe... What the reasoning behind it all is, like when I asked you about Becky Lynch, well, is that real or is that storyline? You know, did the Be- if the Becky Lynch thing is real and they didn't want for that to happen, once you get to that point where you'd have to change things up and it's maybe not as flashy. I know some people say, well, it's still Charlotte Flair. Well, no, you know what? It's not as flashy as Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey. It's not. Not right now. Right, not. right? So it's not as flashy. You got to do something. Did, did they see that? And then do a last-minute change. He said, well, Vince needs to be challenged. Was he challenged and said, we need a last-minute change? Uh, make Daniel Bryan a heel, give him the belt, and, and, 
and we'll we'll keep it fresh that way, and it'll be a nutty pay-per-view. I'm going to ask around to see when the decision was to put the belt on Brian. If the decision was to put the belt on him at the Crown Jewel show in Saudi Arabia, I can't imagine. I cannot imagine that the plan was to have turn heel there. It's just not the right crowd. That crowd wanted to see the stars they knew, right? They wanted to see Hogan. They wanted to put their hand against their ear. I don't think that was the crowd where you'd want to turn Daniel Bryan heel. Clearly, I, I'm curious when the decision was made, and I'm still checking on that, when the decision was made to make Bryan champion. That's a big move. I don't know if that was made yesterday, if that, they'd been planning to this, but it's interesting that right before the show, I still want to check too. I think it'll be interesting to check it uh, Ticket sales. You got to check ticket sales too, right? Was there a spike in sales today after with this new title match? Last year's sales were down, and they changed, they reconfigured that Survivor Series card. Um, Staples is a tough building to sell out, especially that LA crowd. You get you, that that definitely plays a factor too. But I think it definitely they wanted to add some excitement for the show on Sunday, whether it was long term or short term planning. They accomplished it. Um, because I have a theory. I'm ready. And my theory is that. Okay, you have the Roman Reigns unfortunate situation of him battling leukemia and having to step away. Um, That was obviously not in the plans. And because you lose him, I mean, I wonder, would Brock Lesnar even be around right now if if that didn't happen? You know, like, I wonder that. Like, would the main event had been AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, if Roman Reigns... Didn't We're have to around. leave. Right, right. Um, but since he did have to leave, and it's an awful situation, since he did have to leave, you bring Brock Lesnar back. But you also know that Brock Lesnar is getting ready for a fight against Dan Cormier. Like, that fight in UFC is going to happen. I don't care if he's still on a WWE contract or what. I don't care if they do the fucking rematch between Lesnar and Cormier at WrestleMania, Like, which I think <laughs> is possible, by the way. Because nobody is bigger on the theory than me that Dana White and Vince McMahon are in cahoots, mainly because it would be dumb if they weren't. And those two guys wake up every day, look at themselves in the mirror, and say, I got a shit ton of money, but how can I get more of it today? So they'd be stupid not to be in cahoots. Do wrestling fans care about Daniel Cormier, though? I don't know. Um, Do wrestling fans? Well, they they will if he's fighting Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Um. I don't, I don't think anyways, he's a big wrestling draw, but I, I agree. Yeah, but he's a big wrestling fan, he and is. he wants to get involved. Now, John Bones but, Jones, but, different story. That'd be a wrestling match. Yeah, but wait a minute. So, Lesnar's going to get ready and have to leave at some point to get ready for this Cormier fight. So, you're then, at that point, losing Reigns and Lesnar on Raw. And if that's going to be your top show, especially with SmackDown going to Fox and moving to, to Friday night in, what, October 2019? Yes. And who knows? Less than a year you know away. what? They could bump that up. You, I, like I, I, I don't. And maybe you'd have you'd know more about this than me. But, but the deal with USA, they they're, stu- they're sticking with is USA it, till is it yeah. till October? Um. Well, all right. Then I'm wrong on that. But we know it's 2019, which which right now it looks like it's far away. But that's going to be here before you know it, and they have to stop planning for that now. You you don't know how long Reigns is going to be out. You don't, to be honest, we don't know how long when Lesnar does go fight. You don't know right. what and, that absence he, is going to look like. He might not so come back. so. Is this maybe a last-minute move to say AJ Styles needs to go to Raw? How do we get him to Raw? Drop the belt? I don't know. Maybe when he interferes. Maybe they make this a triple threat by Sunday night. They could. They could make this triple threat. Justin, maybe they put a belt on the line. If you're going to have... Look, they make calculated decisions with Brock Lesnar 
about if he's going to lose the belt, which he probably will if he does step away again, how he's going to lose it. A triple threat is a perfect way for him to lose a belt, right? Absolutely. So, so I do is think there Styles... a way? I mean, is there a way? Sunday night, belts go to, they're on the line, Styles gets involved, wins the Universal Championship and joins Raw? Like, like that to me is a theory that is not that, not that crazy. I love it. I think that Styles interferes on Sunday. I think that we will eventually rumble time, see AJ Styles go to Raw, because if the plan is, and I hope it is, because he needs the right opponent, I can't imagine from everyone that I've talked to, even people who said, no, he's done, I can't imagine the plan was for Shawn Michaels to come back, do a one-off in Saudi Arabia, and call it a day. I just don't believe it. I think we see AJ Styles, Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. What? And if that's the case, (laughs) that has to be a build on Raw. So AJ, is this breaking news? Do you have inside info on this? I do not. People have people have told me no. I still believe it. I'm going to keep asking. But why do you believe that? Because that is to me that's crazy. If Shawn Michaels comes back, you come back. You put your you're going to him and Triple H just fought Undertaker and Kane. Which also makes sense. Which, if, if which, Shawn, by the way, I, what year is it? Like, why is this happening? And so my, you're saying that's happening because they too. have Shawn Michaels lined up for another event at WrestleMania. Well, I think that you, if you, if you bring, it's part of WWE's problem too. Is why is the past better than the present? That's not good, right? The past is closing the show. No, the present should close the show, and you have these guys buttress and, and help and enhance. But like to say the past is better than the present is mind-boggling at times. They have some great talent on the roster right now, but I think that the you had a, if you're gonna have Shawn Michaels come back. He has to tie up the storyline in the loose ends with The Undertaker. It wouldn't make sense otherwise. Now, once he's back, he needs to have a swan song. New York, Jersey, whatever you want to call it, the New York metro area, WrestleMania, the only guy that he can go with that can make him look like a million bucks, which he still, he looks old, but he, he looked good in terms of he was able to move. He looked, he moved like Shawn Michaels. You got to do something with the head, though. You got to put a bandana on. <laughs> you can't what? have a ball, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I, you can't. I can't it. even believe they let him do it. I know. It's H- insane. And I know Triple H. H-B-K AJ Styles is a Triple H shaved the head. But different like, story. But yeah. it's a different story because he, he, wasn't beca- the kid. he, he yeah. was cor- he became corporate. It's like, this is what we're going to. Shawn Michaels, the hot break kid, when that cowboy hat fell off, when he got choke slammed on that that Monday Night Raw, he looked old. I, I, I couldn't unsee that. He's the same age now as as Terry Funk was when Funk was making that one last title run in ECW in '97 or uh, not in the not '97, excuse me, '94, '95. It's incredible that that H that, and they still call him the kid too. I love Michael Cole and a lot of what he does on the on the broadcast is fed to him by Vince McMahon. But when Michaels did the moonsault outside the ring and Cole was just in major. Uh, I mean, talk about exaggeration, hyperbole, how great he looked, how young he looked. It's like, <laughs> he looks 50, he looks old. He was moving great. He just looked old. Uh, but and to your point, you made a good point about Raw and SmackDown. I can't imagine for that amount of money, Danny, that it's not. Again, this is not confirmed. I'm going to keep asking. I, I don't think they've made the decision. But it, maybe internally, they've. I'm sure internally they've discussed it. It's just too far away. When they break into uh, NBC Universal, Raw's on, on uh, USA on Mondays and and Fox has SmackDown on Fridays, I think they'll both be super shows. I don't think they'll have a brand split. Maybe they'll still have two separate rosters for touring, but how do you tell Fox, "Ah, you don't get AJ, Ah, you get AJ, but you don't get Brian, you you get this guy, you don't get... I don't think you can do that with, with that much money at stake. Plus, it's Monday, Friday, so a guy could work Monday, work a house show Tuesday, get Wednesday, Thursday off, be a TV Friday. Like I think the schedule all of a sudden works too, 
you've got to move your trucks around to, 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 to film Monday, Friday. I think you can get guys their time off in between. I'd be shocked if they have a, a, a concrete brand, brand split in October of 2019 because I think you're going to, I think there'll be super shows. You'll see guys on both shows. In, in their defense, if I'm USA, I want, what do they care now, right? You're either on Raw or SmackDown, it's on the USA network. It doesn't matter. It's apples to, it's apples, to apples. But if you're a competing network, I, I want those guys. All right, so both shows are super shows. So then they unify in belts at WrestleMania. Is that what we're looking to? No, not necessarily because you have that, to unify the belts. That could be a, that could be a SummerSlam thing. That could be a tournament. You know, in 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 the fall. I think they. I don't think so because I think they need they like the brand split in the sense that it works for them. Uh, up till then, I hate it. Yeah, I hate. It. I hate the multiple belts. I think the tag team titles have been completely buried because of it. I think that can you, ima- can you, know, you imagine saying to I mean, Hulk Hogan in 1988, "You're our guy," or 80, let's say 84, Hogan, Hulk, you're our guy. We're gonna run with you. We're gonna make you a star. Nobody's gonna be bigger. Uh, by the way, on the next night, there's a guy that's equal playing field to you. But you're our guy. We're gonna go with you. No, you can't have two guys. You can't have you can't have two number that's ones. Why I hate it. You have one number one. Like that's the, it. The WWE no. Championship is an historic title. Not anymore. And now it's like, well, you got this other title that they've made the top title on what they call the the top show. And it's like, you know, it doesn't make much sense to me because I've looked at AJ Styles being like, well, I think he's the best in the business. And AJ Styles should be fighting Brock Lesnar. And he should be for main eventing. He should be main eventing shows. He's exactly. the WWE champion. But now there's a universal champion. Yeah, it, it's so I mean, they had a WrestleMania with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt for the WWE Championship. That was like the fourth to last match. Remember that? That's a bad like match. Two too. years yeah. ago? Yeah, it was in Florida that show. And like Orlando. And then the following WrestleMania, Bray Wyatt wasn't even on the card. And he was in the WWE the Championship match the year before. Like it, it doesn't, it just doesn't Royal. make sense what they're doing with that championship. So I, I hate the brand split, but, but you know, maybe the Fox Sports stuff is something that we can focus on down but the line. D- I, I, Dean I will... Ambrose, he finally got his mojo back. And granted, he was he was injured, actually near death during that injury. One of his injuries, he revealed too. He had a, a serious reaction to that. Uh, but Ambrose, it, that ripped all the momentum when he when he came back and he won the belt, and uh, you know it, it was. That, won the Universal. No, when he won, when he beat no, one, when he beat Seth Rollins, beat Roman Reigns. Seth Rollins came back, and then uh, Ambrose won the Money in the Bank ladder match. Cashed yeah. in right away that night. He was the top guy in wrestling. Now, granted, AJ came and took that spot, but another thing that hurt Dean Ambrose was the fact that there were they, they, that was right on the time of the brand split. He's you not a top guy. You can't. But the he's point, not the, a top guy, being, Justin. You, Dean you, Ambrose. He was the top guy. Yeah, but he shouldn't have been. Well, the, I mean, the point being, I think that says more about the product at the time than it does. Him. That was a great moment. When he cashed in his money in the bank right after winning it. That was a great moment. But you can't strap a rocket to a guy, as they say in pro wrestling, when there's another guy right next to you. It doesn't work. What Ambrose could have been, I don't know. But you can't have two guys. I think we agree on that. Um, you can't. You can't have two guys. So, uh, AJ Styles. My theory is that with or without the the Fox SmackDown, whatever, I threw that in there as just a little extra. But but take that away. You do talk about Raw's going to lose. They've lost range. They're going to lose Lesnar. All right, you need to get AJ Styles over to Raw if you still want that to be a top show. So that my theory is that's what they're doing right now. But I wonder like where's AJ Styles at Survivor Series? Like how does he not have a match? He's going to interfere. That's it. I feel like we're going to see triple threat. I do. I feel like we're going to see a triple threat, and at that point, I wouldn't be surprised if titles go on the line. And we see chaos ensue because the, the unpredictable tone that they're giving us is just that. And I, I hope they stick with it, and I hope they do 
something like that and something that's crazy and something that's wild, even where I might sit here and predict it, but still won't believe my eyes when I do see it. You know what I mean? Something that crazy. So, I mean. It's a better idea than mine, but I still think AJ's you're out on Sunday, right? Like he gets you out of that match where you don't have, Brock's not going to look bad, but you don't have to, you don't have to kill Brian by making him lose uh, if AJ costs him the match. So. You know, I start looking around. The I, interesting what closes Survivor Series, I, too. I would think it has to be Rousey Flair. Has to close. Not well, anymore. No. You go Brian Brock? Not anymore. I think that they would have closed with Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey. Have to. No doubt. I, I still I think, think close. No, I think because... I think because the last thing you saw... The last thing you saw before Survivor Series is Daniel Bryan. Turning heel, winning the title again. I think they close it out with that. I do. I think they close it out with that. And um, I'm gonna go the women's match. I'll be, I'll be curious. That's a that's a very telling moment too. And I, if Charlotte does close, well, then maybe she was on track for a Mania main event. I don't know. I think it'd be great for the women to main event Survivor Series. And with Ronda Rousey. No, again, I'm not saying it oh, wouldn't be great. Absolutely. I'm I saying still, I, I don't think it has as much juice now because everyone Brian, knows it's kind of a last minute change put put together match. Whereas. All right, yeah, maybe you could say that about Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar, but Daniel Bryan's that that seems like it was more planned than the Becky than the Charlotte I'm get Flair off Ronda Rousey track match. real quick. We're talking about big stars. We talked about Michaels. We talked about Taker. We I, I can't I, believe you think Michaels is going to fight AJ Styles I at do. WrestleMania. I'm, I'm, I do not want to see that. By the way, oh, I, be, at that point you're really fantastic. at that point. As much as I love the hot break the kid Shawn Michaels, card. and he might be my favorite wrestler of all time, I've dressed as Shawn Michaels for Halloween 18 times in my life. And I can give a super kick like no other. Better than him. Better than the fucking Young Bucks. All right? Yeah, Young Bucks. I give a better super kick than you guys. So take it easy down there, wherever you are, down in Florida. But um, well, will they be in Florida soon? Uh, if you know what I mean. Will they be? I don't think they go to. They definitely go. No well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Anyways, my super kick's better than all your super kicks. That said, AJ Styles, they will be wasting him if they have him face Shawn Michaels. Having a roll HBK down in the ring in a wheelchair at WrestleMania. They will be wasting AJ Styles. I hope it doesn't happen. Let me ask you this. What's a better use if he's not the world champion or he's not in either title match? What's a better use of AJ Styles at WrestleMania? That's a huge match. AJ Styles as the WWE champ or the Universal champ, whatever's the top one, against Kenny Omega. Headline in WrestleMania. That is the that is the dream match. If you I think if you pulled most wrestling fans who know who Kenny Omega is, right. who know about AJ's that that might be the problem you run into. You know, not everyone knows the mainstream right, right, right. might not know about how Kenny Omega led the charge to get AJ Styles out of Bullet Club. Right? But that was a like that's a moment where it's like, all right, wow, now you know AJ Styles is gone. AJ Styles is going to WWE. And Kenny Omega becomes a, a a superstar. Goes from a star to a superstar. And, you know, when you do throw the young bucks into that you throw in the fact that you got the good brothers in in WWE. You got Finn Balor. Like, you have all these guys now where you could maybe work them all in to a WrestleMania showdown to main event it, you know, along with Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. And, and to me, AJ Styles versus Kenny Omega. And maybe that's when you have the Bucks debut. And... They have to pick a side. You, you know what right. I mean? Like, like to me, that is the that would be how you really would take advantage of of everything that those guys have ever done and 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 put your best main event in front of a worldwide stage. 
one of the, my biggest frustrations in wrestling is when WWE changes. It's more so WWE. They change characters to make them theirs. Who cares? Do what, run whatever character you can run to make you more money. Like Raven was a big star in ECW. He was Raven in, 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 when he went to WCW. Guys back in the Attitude Era, what we grew up on, if you could make money as a certain character and you could use that character, you were that character. You didn't change. You didn't need to be homegrown. Or what does that even mean? These guys all all wrestle. Or these pe- these these talents wrestle all over the world, breaking their backs to to become something. I would stick with uh, if they could get Kenny and make that story. I think it'd be great. I actually think Omega. St- my opinion is Kenny Omega stays in New Japan. I think he's got more to accomplish there. I think what he's building in terms of a Kenny Omega match, that last triple threat he had with Kota Ibushi and Cody Rhodes was the perfect, if you get a chance to watch, it's on New Japan World, was the perfect example of what Kenny Omega brings to New Japan. When you watch a Hiroshi Tanahashi match, and I went to Tokyo this summer, it was amazing to watch him win the G1, and it was like, this is almost sacrilegious to say, it was like watching Bird Magic. Was ah, Bird Magic isn't fair. Magic and Michael, maybe. Watching Okada and Tanahashi that Friday night in Tokyo. Incredible stuff, right? I mean, at, at Budokan for the G1 Climax tournament. But to me, the Kenny match was so special because you had to worry about uh, you got who's going to win the match, right? The titles of the Lance Triple Threat. How about Kenny and Kota? Are they still getting along? Is Cody still jealous? There's so many additional storylines with Cody, Kenny Omega. That's what makes him so special. And that's what's so frustrating, Danny, right now. I don't know if you watch Being the Elite. But like that show is more. I do. That show is more compelling, and this is not intended as an insult. That show is with bare bones. They don't. They don't have a huge budget where they're. You know, that show is more compelling than Ring of Honor's TV right now. It's and Ring of Honor's got a ton of. This is not to say Ring of Honor doesn't have a ton of great talent. I was at the Ring of Honor show in Lowell last week. I don't know. There was four to six hundred, six to eight hundred. There weren't. There were hundred thousand people there. Ring of Honor's got a loaded talent roster. They're very, very good. I know they're a wrestling company built off the matches. You need, this goes back to how we started the show with Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch has been around for a long time. Now she has a story. You need a great story behind your characters. Tell me right now, what are the three best stories in Ring of Honor? You can't do it. And that's not to say the talent isn't good. You can't do it. I like Taven and Lethal. I don't know if that should main event in December at Final Battle. That's a good story. Who are the Bucks feuding with? The Bucks have more personality, and they, 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 they've showed on their show. Being well, they really- should be feuding with the kingdom, Matt Taven. Or, I mean, Matt Taven, you know, not to be biased because he comes on I the like show. I like Taven a lot. But, you know, he I like Taven be, a lot. He says he's the real champ. He actually should be the, the champ. But he, I think, I don't think that Taven and Lethal. Should All right, head- I'm a little biased. All right, I don't think Taven and, and Lethal should headline final battle. At least, not one on one. You need Cody Rhodes in that match, and the fact that I know they don't want to draw attention to it. To- Cody's his contract is expired with Ring of Honor. He's working dates till December. And Isn't that's- he hurt? He's a knee injury. Yeah, but his his contract's still up. He I, he wrestled last week in Lowell. Okay, I I would have Cody win the belt at final battle. Nobody's gonna think he's gonna win, right? He's leaving. I would make that part of the storyline. I'd make part of the, the Bucks talk about it on on being the elite, the the clock, the countdowns there. On I I think that I would have that be a big part of my. And I know they have they tape their television. I would make that a part of my storyline. Are they gonna be there when I turn the TV on? And with Cody, or have one of the Bucks win the belt. Have one of the guys you think is leaving. Have one of the guys think you is leaving win the belt at final battle. And then do whatever you want. Bring Juice Robinson in. Bring Tama Tonga in and have him win the belt. He's phenomenal. Do something to be unpredictable. 
I feel like right, and you can do Taven and Letha later, but I feel like right now they've got a great opportunity with this talent roster. A few guys, I think, I think there will be an exodus. Hangman Page, Cody Rhodes, uh, Nick and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks. I think they all leave Cody, Ring of Honor. I would not hide the fact that they're leaving. I would expose it. it the wrestling fan is too smart in 2018 to, to you know, the behind the curtain stuff. We live off the behind the curtain stuff. This is all we want to talk about. It's all we want to absorb on social media. Tables, ladders, and takes. Absolutely. You've got to show me That's this the stuff. name of this segment. Why, Can't what, believe I didn't open with that. What a shame that we're not seeing the <laughs> the but in the kingdom should should insult them. And Tama Tong is doing it in New Japan. These guys aren't real Bullet Club. I'm real Bullet Club. They're going to be gone in a couple months. They're going to be gone in a couple weeks. In a couple years, I'll still be here. I love the Tamatonga character. Again, not mainstream here because it's a New Japan character. What he does, a lot of his best work is in Japan. Not everyone's watching New Japan World. That's what Ring of Honor needs to do. They need to build story. And they don't have much time with Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Have Cody win the belt at Final Battle. No one would expect that. All right. So we'll get back to WWE. But this is where we're at with some of these guys in New Japan, some of the and, biggest and, free and where they're at, that we're, we're interrupting the previously scheduled programming of Survivor Series preview to get to the future of some of the most popular wrestlers in the world who are in Ring of Honor and New Japan, the best tag team, which in the world. is now a group called the Elite. They were part of Bullet Club, and they weren't just part of Bullet they were Club. Subsec- and the Elite was they a were Bullet Club. They were. They Come still, on! In some ways, they still are. Call them what you want. But but if why? They the all right. Or not. All right. So Bull. they were Bullet Club. So they go through this change where they're now the elite, which what is, is smart. The, and they, so they're saying we're not Bullet Club anymore. You you say it's smart. Why? Well, don't, don't don't don't. It's smart for New Japan. Why are they leaving Bullet Club? Why are they no longer in Bullet Club? If and why are they doing it like this? If they're not in the company in February, well, all so of a they're sudden, they're all leaving New Japan. And Ring of Honor. I think the Bucks still work dates in New... In my opinion, the Bucks still work dates in New... And Cody will too. I think they still work dates in New Japan in 2019. I think they're they're done. My opinion, they're not going to go... I, think, I don't think they re-sign. I know they're in negotiations, ongoing negotiations with the Ring of Honor. I don't think they're back in Ring of Honor in 2019. Maybe they, they end up trying so to who's do their not, own promotion. So who's not back? Hangman Page. The Young Bucks the young and Cody Bucks. Rhodes. Marty Skrull's under contract. Marty Skrull will work. Hang, uh, the villain will work that show at Madison Square Garden. He's under contract. Um, he'll be. He'll. I'm sure be a headliner for Ring of Honor. You would think in in April. Um, which I so think those so Hangman Page, Cody Rhodes, and the Young Bucks. The elite. I'll leaving. They're going to WWE. I don't think so. I think they work. So where they, are they going? I think they work. What do you mean? How do you leave and then not go to WWE? Like where are you going? I don't think I think the WWE <laughs> Am I missing Co- something? Cody Rhodes I think they still need some more time to maybe let that uh, didn't end well I, I you know um, Cody had those tweets where he, he was upset about booking and he had every right to be he gets upset on Twitter he googles himself I think he searches his own name on Twitter you know how I know this because he's always I even responded to him one time I said I, I said I responded to him I said Cody I'm a fan but yeah maybe I didn't put that pot in but I am. I am a fan of no, his. I'm a fan of his story. Um, I feel like I can relate. You know? You're trying to reach for the brass ring, and, like, they just, you I know. I don't see it. They say, yeah, they're not, you know, story. they're not giving it to him. I, I can relate. I, I'm yeah, a fan a of Cody story. Rhodes. But but I responded to him on Twitter one time. I said, why are you responding to these assholes? Like, why are you doing this? Like, some dude with 40 followers who just, like, didn't even tweet at him with his Twitter tag. He just 
typed his name. They call that which a vanity mean, search, I think. Which means that me, yeah. Cody had to search his name, and he responds to it. And I'm just like, why are you even searching your fucking name? So, but I, I, look, I'm a fan of of Cody Rhodes, um, but I I think that when it comes to him in the WWE, I don't obviously know what the real story behind it is. I mean, you would know more than me, but but someone like me from the outside looking in, from watching from the nosebleeds, I would say that Cody has done something from a marketing perspective that I think would make the WWE almost need to forget about everything that happened. At least from a business standpoint, Not to say Cody. WWE should, whatever happened, they should forget about it because they should say, we have a guy that is a big name right now and we could use a big name. If this was 1998 and they were competing with someone, I'd agree. They don't need anybody. They've got, so, they've got more talent than they know what to do with. And I think it always goes back to there's so much bureaucracy in pro wrestling, especially in the WWE at its highest level. It goes back to Punk's point. And I, I go back and forth on Punk, but Punk was, was – he had a stretch there where, where Punk was brilliant, just pure brilliance. And he made that line during his, his pipe bomb, millionaires that should be billionaires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to make money, you'd have Cody Burroughs back right now. You want to prove a point, whatever that may be, I don't think you do. I think the, the Bucks and Cody and Hangman – I don't think Omega, maybe he's around. I think he's still with New Japan. I think they're going to try, they're, in my opinion, they're definitely going to do a second all-in. Now, they might not call it all-in two, but it was just too successful for it not to be. That crowd was, was so fired up. And the crazy thing was I was at Ring of Honor last week with a lot of the same talent on that card. Jay Lethal was on that Ring of Honor card in Lowell last week. The Bucks were on that card. There was a millionth, one, you know, a, 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 such a fraction of the excitement at that show that there was at All In. Why is Ring of Honor not edgy? Why is All In edgy? And All In with the same guys, it's a lot of Ring of Honor talent, right? The Battle Royal that was the uh, over the budget Battle Royal that Ring of Honor. The whole card had Ring of Honor guys. Why doesn't Ring of Honor have that same buzz that All In did? It's the same guys. There's no story. There was more story through being the elite, which they've been brilliant. They've been, done a phenomenal job with than the Ring of Honor product. That's a problem. Hey, let's, let's just say Cody Rhodes did go WWE. He would be slotted into, like, compared to where he was before he left, he would be on such a different level if he went there now, right? Like, like, and put, take the personal so much stuff of it's out in, of so it much for a minute. Let's just talk about, from a marketing perspective, a business perspective, and a name perspective, like the name that Cody's built for himself. If he wants to be bulletproof. Which he has, has done a phenomenal job. Like, Co- I don't even, I don't know that anybody else, I honestly don't know that anybody else could have done what, what Cody Rhodes did, he to, to be right. honest with you. It actually reminds and, me- and this is coming from somebody that, again, like I, I, I watch the major shows. Like, I'm not a season ticket yeah, holder, yeah, 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 Justin. Yeah. I'm not a season yeah. ticket holder. Like, I'm not. But Cody Rhodes. Turned heel at the right time. Like, everything was perfect. Like, he keeps you, like, paying attention to it. And But just from a marketing perspective, take the personal stuff out. If he went to WWE, when you talk about the name that he built for himself, he would have to be slotted into a... A, a, a role in which he was battling for either the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship, would he not? I think he'd be back in that Intercontinental title. Until oh, well, if that's the case, then then he should tell WWE to go fuck themselves. But he's bulletproof uh, once. Who did he? Yes, he won the Ring of Honor World Title. Yes, he was NWA Champion. Who did he beat for those belts? When did it happen? I, I was there for one of them. Actually, I was there for both of them because he won the other one all in. I was there. He beat Christopher Daniels for the Ring of Honor belt. He beat Nick Aldis for the NWA title. Great lineage behind both belts. 
if he wants to come back and be bulletproof and get back into the main event picture, and I think this is Cody's goal in my opinion, and it should be because he'd be special in this role. He needs to be New Japan's top champion. That's the IWGP heavyweight champion. If Cody does that, I think when you come back to WWE someday, somehow, some way, you're bulletproof. AJ Styles did it. It really helped AJ, the fact that he was this IWG heavyweight, IWGP heavyweight champion. Nakamura, who's kind of an afterthought right now, unfortunately. I hope he has a fantastic match on Sunday with Seth Rollins. Yeah, we'll get back to that. Let's stick with the... I think that Cody needs to win that New Japan's top yeah. title, and then he can go back. But until he does, uh, you know, I think, they, I think they're going to try to make... They've got to find the right backer. I know Tony Khan's been been mentioned. I think they're going to try to run with their own promotion in 2019. If those guys can get guaranteed contracts, that's the goal, right? They got to run their own promotion. I think so. I think that if they can get the backer behind them, they're so creative. The goal in this business <sighs> is not necessarily to go to WWE. The goal in this business I is get to that. feed your family. And I think not that, anymore. That's not. I it's mean, not. It, WWE's turned into uh, Disney World, Disneyland. It's like everybody wants to go and Vince McMahon's Mickey Mouse. The goal isn't just to get there. They, they sign everybody. They don't need half the guys they sign. You want to sign there when they need you, which is rare. Even They didn't even need AJ Styles. AJ needed them more than they needed him. AJ proved to them, hey, uh, I'm your guy. Let, but let me, Vince let me, is Mickey. Everybody just wants to get there. Yeah, but let me, let me add to that. That's a good analogy. Those guys in the 80s Disney didn't just World, want to get there. They know, wanted to WWE's make money. Disney World, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily like you don't wake up every day saying, I need to get to Disney World. But you know what you do say? I do need to go once at some point. And they will. I yeah, think all of them will. So, okay. Yeah. okay. That, and that's what I'm getting to. Like, you don't wake up every day saying, I need to go there today. But in the back of your head, you do have to say to yourself, well, I'd like to go one day. But if and, they're and getting I, guaranteed that maybe, money. That maybe brings me back to Kenny Omega. So you're not putting Omega in with these guys in their own promotion. Like, Omega's I'm contract sure he- ends too. Right. I, he might, you know, Kenny could be, if he resigns with New Japan, if they do some, I don't know what they'd call it, if they, going for broke, all into whatever they call it, I think Kenny would work that show just like he worked. It's funny, too. You know, I posted video with Kenny at All In, and people said, oh, he's definitely staying. I posted uh, clips of his video from the Northeast show on Friday in Poughkeepsie, and people said, he's definitely leaving. It's like, oh, you know, he's very honest in the ring. I think when he when he is with the fans, he's he's super honest and he, but it doesn't mean he's leaving. It doesn't necessarily mean he's staying, right? I just think he's telling you what's on his mind. I think he's leaving. I I think he's in love with the new Japan product. What he's yeah, building but you can there. always he can. You're not always in your prime. He's it in is, his prime, and yeah. and he I saw a press conference from him. I don't know if it was like a year and a half ago, where they asked him like, "What is your, what is your dream match?" And he said, "Headlining WrestleMania with AJ Styles." He said that. And, you know, there was a lot of talk. Was it last year? Maybe even the year before? You know, John Cena Instagrammed the picture right. of which Kenny just, from which South Park, just happen, right? which wasn't just random. Like, what Kenny from South Park. It's like, just a picture of Kenny from South Park. It's like, well, Kenny. Who's Kenny? Kenny Omega? And it's like, you know, around the time of the Royal Rumble, that's when we see guys debut. What's when Styles um, debuted? You know, there was, you know, last year at, was it, was it Wrestle Kingdom? Right before Royal Rumble? where Kenny Omega looked like he got kicked out of Bullet Club. Right. Right? And everyone's going, but they were really just trolling everybody with that. Right? They were trolling everybody with that. They wanted people like me to go, that's what happens. It happened to AJ Styles. You got Royal Rumble coming up. Omega get kicked out of, gets kicked out of Bullet Club at Wrestle Kingdom. and Or maybe it wasn't Wrestle Kingdom. It, it was, right? When they had the issues, it was right at, it was New Year's Dash, the show after. But oh, was, show after. Yeah. All right. It was, it was something maybe close to, to WrestleMania, close the, to Royal Rumble. 
but it was Cody, a, right? Storyline wise, yeah, it was storyline, and and it was like, well, maybe he's going. You know, they keep teasing that. You know, now you're telling me that that group is leaving Ring of Honor. I don't think they'll be. I don't think they'll be back. I think they work shows so for New Japan. We, I think Kenny stays. I think, and if you look at the history of the G, it's pro wrestling. It's scripted. Anything can happen. But I do think Omega beats Tanahashi. I think Omega is one of his big reasons to stay. Is I think he headlines that show at Madison Square Garden. That's a huge deal, in my opinion, in the business to headline MSG. And I think he does that because that show to me has to be headlined by the New Japan. Will guys. all those guys be involved? Cody, the Bucks, will they be involved in that? Why wouldn't they be? If they're working one-offs and big shows and taking big paydays, I would think the Bucks would. If they're not under the WWE banner, which I don't think they will be, I would think they'll be at Madison Square Garden. It's going to be really fun right. in 2019. Bucks, same thing with, as I'll Omega. Same thing as Omega with the Bucks. At some point, you've got to go. You're not going to go right now, but at some point, you got to go. And I, and do, I will say that these guys, are, these guys are in together. their prime, right? You're not getting any younger. You never know when you can, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not wishing injury on anybody, but I think realistically, you have to look at your body and think that, well, you know, it's not like I, I get more I athletic the older get I get. guaranteed money, they'd probably make more outside. And they WWE. do some athletic crazy shit. Absolutely. So, like, you, you don't want to go. Well, their style has changed. Uh, the last two years, their style has more grounded. The Matt Jackson, I love the fact the psychology of the, the hurt. He had a sore back, you know, injured back. And the match has changed because of that. That's a great story. You shouldn't be flying. They're getting older. They shouldn't be flying around as much. That was a really smart move. More Matt-based psychology. And people, if you do it right, are, g- are going to eat it up and love it. I know. I, I, I enjoy watching it. If they can get guaranteed money for less dates outside WWE, they're family men, proud, fam- proud fathers, proud husbands. I think if they get a chance to do work for guaranteed money outside WWE, they will. Knowing that WWE's offered, they're going to need them. If the Bucks have a if Bucks, Cody, Kenny are all part of a huge all-in two type show, their their price value, their price tag goes up. I do think though they have to go together. When they go, Omega could go alone. I think if you're the Bucks, just because. Nothing against them, but tag teams are so disregarded in WWE. You want to go with Kenny. The three of them need to go together. The Bucks, and if they go the WWE, the Bucks need to go with Kenny. Kenny doesn't need to go with the Bucks, but the Bucks oh, just you. because the tag tag teams are such an. They did it again on Raw on Monday, right? Braun ripped them apart. Then they had the Battle Royal later. It's like, well, who cares? These guys just got torn apart. I don't care about the tag teams in WWE. I like the bar. I think they're amazing that Cesaro and Sheamus. Cesaro is a modern day Bret Hart in terms of tag teams, and uh, he's so good. Um, but I think the Bucks, if they go, they need to go with Bret Hart. If Bret Hart ever heard you say that, oh, I think he'd be honored. What to be Cesaro. about Cesaro? Cesaro's so good. Cesaro should be world champ. Cesaro's a guy who I wish <laughs> was. I love Cesaro. We're watching different, and I don't mean to use this as a forum to shit on Cesaro, but I mean I think it's a little insane to put him in the same conversation as Bret the Hitman Hart. In the sense that they both make everybody Cesaro wrestles looks good. Why? Because he's so good, he makes you look good. Brett could they the expression is he could wrestle a broom because Brett would make you look good. Cesaro's so good that he makes the guys he works with better. Watch the Cesaro matches and, and tell me who has a bad match against them. They don't because he's just so good. I, I I think he's phenomenal. I think he'd be a great world champion. Probably in the wrong era in 2018, 2019. Yeah. He's a little bland, the character. That's what I like about him, though. All right, so we got away from WWE a little bit there, though. But I needed to ask you because it's like I'm, you know, I liked those guys. Chris Jericho too. in Bullet Club. That story with Jericho and Jr. running their own promotion. They're not running the promotion. Like if anything, that was the, that was leveraged by Jericho to re- to to drive up his price for WWE when he comes back. Probably didn't work. They don't need Chris Jericho right now. But it's interesting that that story got that story was leaked, right? The Jericho and Jr. Jr. 
would broadcast for them if he does anything. I don't think he'd be running the promotion. But uh, Jericho is another guy who's going to be a free agent in 2019. He'll wrestle. He's obviously on the card for Wrestle Kingdom. You would imagine. He tweeted out something like, can't wait to watch Survivor Series. <laughs> he tweeted out. Jericho's I think it was great. yesterday. Jericho's great. And it, you look one way, he's he's moving the other. I think he's really smart about how he handles his social media. Uh, but he's on the card for Wrestle Kingdom against against Naito. You would imagine Naito wins that match. Uh, so gonna, you don't think any of those guys, Bucks, Cody, Kenny. Jericho will be back. Jericho. I think Jericho's back WWE. You yeah. think Jericho's the only one that goes. Like how long group? are we going to wait for all these guys? This is, this is, I guess, my issue with this conversation. It's like, how many times are me and you going to have the conversation of a few more. when are they going to go? You think we're going to have it a few more times? Now, I think they probably love the fact. Oh, absolutely. We're talking. But if they if they don't go and they, they try to run their own thing and if it's guaranteed money, they're, I mean, they can, it's not like they're going to Where are they getting the guaranteed money if it, they run their own promotion? Like, where, if, if it's the, the, where are they getting that? If it's Tony Khan, the son of the Carolina Panthers owner. That's a lot of money there. Now, if he wants to put money Why does he want to do it? He's just the guy that's linked to it? Like, wrestling's alluring, right? You can Maybe the idea is they can make money. But how money has he been right. linked? Like, Has he been linked to yes. starting up his own promotion? That was in that when the Jericho story broke. Oh, see, I didn't see this Jericho story that broke. I'll send you the link. But a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, but it was Jericho. See, I was wrapped up in the World Series. Right. Like most Bostonians. Yes. Yeah. Did we talk about the Astro? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so but, the promotion with Jericho and yeah, but it, it wouldn't be a Jericho promotion if Khan runs it. It's going to be interesting because they proved at All In there was an audience. Now a lot of that All In audience, and I was there, and the show was phenomenal. Was kind of a screw you, f you, WWE type thing. That was a <laughs> let's fight the man. I think they could channel that in their own promotion. I do. I think the Bucks are talented enough. It's going to be a very interesting 2019. And what happens to Ring of Honor without all these talents? Does it matter? They're really not drawing a lot of people. Again, they're drawing under a thousand. They can do that with or without the current ta- talent roster. I, again, I, I wish they were making a storyline to go back to the original point with Cody and the Bucks leaving. Hey, are they going to leave? Are they going to stay? Punk, when Punk said he was leaving, he said he was going to beat Cena and take the belt with him. What a joke. There's no chance he beats. Then he beat John Cena. Well, what happens next? I got to watch. Like, I, there's well, so many. He stayed. He stayed, but we didn't expect that. Like, what a great twist. That was some great content. Uh, when Punk signed. So is this just a we getting worked right now, that they're not really leaving? Well, it's not a storyline, which tells me that they, they don't want to draw attention to the fact But it kind of is a storyline. On being the elite. Being the elite. Is, but that's theirs. But they're bringing that into the real life. Uh, not the real life. They're bringing that into the, to the real wrestling storyline because yes. they're talking about how they're leaving Bullet Club. And maybe that just brings me back to that, and we'll wrap it up with this. But is if that, they're going to leave Bullet Club, yeah, bring somebody in. But why do they have to? I don't get why they have to leave Bullet Club. If they're still going to do things with New Japan, like, and, and if they're going to really leave Bullet Club, they're doing it the wrong way. Like, Absolutely. they should be getting kicked out of Bullet by Club. By Tama Tonga or by Jay White or somebody should come into Ring of Honor television or do it in New Japan Which makes me think say, they're going to WWE because they can't, they might be able to use the elite in WWE. Do you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. But that's, they can't use Bullet Club in WWE. That's New Japan. Pro, that, that's their IP. Right. So that's what leads me to believe that those guys are going to WWE. And it's that, also, that's what I thought. If they are or they're not, it's theirs. Right. They are the elite. There was a subsection of Bullet Club, but now it's theirs, and that's who yep. they are. And they have the new T-shirts. And, you know, I also thought, like, maybe, maybe you know, the T-shirts that they have, you know, Bullet Club guns on the t-shirts, the times that we're in now, like maybe they just wanted to distance themselves from that. I do that. think the Bullet Club shirt should take the gun for the kids wearing. There's no reason you can't support your favorite wrestlers, but I would get the guns off those shirts. Yeah. Yeah, it's smart. Um, 
You should. You could put microphones like I have mine on the Picard Smart. Club T-shirts. Put title belts. Right? They want to be champion. I mean, in wrestling, the reason I like the Omega match on Friday, one of the reasons I like it so much, Kenny Omega repeatedly tried to pin Phoenix. You know why? The point is to win the match. Like, I want to I want to win the title. And that's the Young Bucks. They're uh, Ladder Wars, the one in Lowell. Ladder Wars 7, their match was phenomenal. Like, the big debate, the, the big psychological point of that match was do I do a move off the ladder onto the table and make my make my mark or do I win the match that was a big big you know he was Nick Jackson was wrestling with that what do I do like I, I like the storyline I like the subtlety the nuance but I like when the matches mean something I want to win this match uh, it's going to be interesting to see to get back to that point where I think that Cody the Bucks I think I, I think Kenny to me is the only sure thing we'll see I think Kenny's back in New Japan I think Kenny wins the main event at Wrestle Kingdom I think Kenny headlines the show at Madison. All right, Park. I think it sucks for the Bullet Club because I, I you know, it it, de- it devalues it a little bit. The better. way how they just all got on a on a on Jericho's cruise. That's where they did the press conference and they were like, "Hey, by the way, we're we're no longer in Bullet Club." It was just kind of like, "If you're ringing, that's not how you do it. That's that, not how it's been done." Turn and they should know. They should know more than anyone. That's not how it's been done. But if ROH isn't so, doing anything on their TV, then you may as well. What's the Michael Scott line? Control the story before it controls you. So they went out there and, like, I don't blame them, though. I mean, like, Ring of Honor, there's no story right now. I don't blame what, the Bucks. What about New Japan? They all do New Japan stuff. And, well, there's been more there. Tama Tonga has been yeah, fur- he's furious been... in his attack. Sure. That he's but... real Bullet Club and he's real and they're not. So, so maybe I... then they feud. Yeah, I, I, then they should have, again, they lo- should have done it. A, the Tongans a have done a lot, a lot of work with the Bucks. And I think he's a guy, if you particularly, Danny, and if, if you like Danny and you like the fan, like Tama Tonga, like I think he he speaks directly to you. He really does. Uh, I love the story. He's been passed over. He Japan's, ba- you know, Japan wrestling is based on rank, like how long you've been there. He's paid his dues. I think that, that Tama Tonga, if, if you get a chance to watch a little bit, he's, he's good in the ring too. If you get a chance to watch a little more of him, he should be the next Ring of Honor champion. Juice Robinson should be the next Ring of Honor. Like if you're going to work with that promotion, they got these great guys who – who just can't be Ring of Honor champ right now. But I think Tama Tonga would speak directly to Danny Picard. Uh, hey, listen, I thought Cody Rhodes kind of spoke directly to me, but we can't get him on the show. So, you know, it's kind of like, Maybe hey, Tama's what do you do? a guy you can get, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Good luck with the promotion, though. For what it's worth, I the think it's promotion. interesting to mention, this is a few months ago, we went through and just looked at the numbers of the stories to see what clicked with audiences. Uh, a Tama Tonga piece that I did... Must have been after they had it was it was the summer. It was after the San Fran show, the Access TV live special. That was number wise in terms of readership. That was up there. I think it either surpassed or was just under a really big Triple H story we did. But like even even numbers. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, which is great to know that like they've got an audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Tom, I love what he's built, and I think that to me, the next leader of the Bullet Club should be. We know him as Neville. But he's back in wrestling. He is ripped to shreds. He is enormous. He's a guy who could lead Bullet Club. Tama Tonga could lead Bullet Club. I think Bullet Club is just getting started. It's just going to be a different variation. But I agree. They should kick guys out. Yeah. Like like they did with AJ. Mm-hmm. Right? Like That was a big moment, kicking AJ out. Oh, of course. Well, if you don't have that moment, then it, it means a lot less. Yeah. It happened a couple times. Right? You should guys, kick guys yeah, out. That's that's the way it works. That's the way stables and wrestling work. Or if you know? one guy left one promotion, he lost on his way out, right? Yeah. Like I would do a lose, yeah. go old school, make it a loser leaves town match, huh? a final battle with Cody, have Cody win, and then do something to, you know, have the lights go out and have the next guy challenge him. Or but there's so many ways for. I'm not telling them how to do their job. I just wish it was. Creative. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I just wish it was. A, a, that's what we do. What do you think? More story. Yay. 
Justin, you're in the studio now. You're behind the mic. This is what we do. We tell guys how to do their job. But I'll never That's knock. That's what some, we do. I'll never knock somebody for being creative, right? Like <laughs> no, you're, you're swinging I'm the bat just, and I'm you're missing. Balls. Hey, you're taking a chance, right? But the fact that there's no story right now, man, what a missed opportunity! Mm-hmm. Again, you and I hate the story. That's different. Hey, I don't. That's the, like Mike, but, but, Michael's at hey. Mania. That's a different story. We don't like the story. We disagreed about the story, but which I would love that story. I think he, he tied up loose ends with the Undertaker. He can move forward. He can have a retirement match because you got to wrap up the story now. It can't well, I mean, a tag match. Hey. Kane and the Undertaker. Again, the Bullet Club elite thing. I think they dropped the ball on how they handled that. But we're saying that now. Isn't it better for wait, wrestling? Wait, wait, wait. We're saying that now. Right. And maybe they hit us over the head with something. And maybe they do but go to WWE. Yeah. Or, or maybe they, you know, maybe they go to fight Bullet Club in New Japan with Tamatanga. And maybe that's when the Young Bucks turn up. Or maybe that's when Cody turns on the Bucks and rejoins Bullet Club as something the new like leader. That, which would be maybe, great. Maybe they do something like that, and maybe that's why it is right now seems a little watered down that they would just leave one of the more popular groups, if not the most popular group in all of wrestling. But speaking of popular groups and stables, the, uh, we'll wrap it up with this and brings us back to Survivor Series. Oh, we forgot Survivor Series was Sunday. I like talking it, about all the New Japan five stuff. Five action, too. I like the fact um, that we're going old school. I don't. Really? I don't like those matches. How come? Uh, I just don't like them. I don't know why. I just don't like them. Oh, to be, to be quite honest with you, I'm not the biggest fan of the way they handle Survivor Series. I mean, this year it's dif- different because I told you the unpredictable feeling that goes with it all. But but if they're going to put belts on the line, if, they, excuse me, if they're going to have champ versus champ, I want a belt on the line. Right. I want the belts on the line. I know they can't do that because of the brand split. But but I don't like how they're not on the line. It's like, well, what are we what are we fighting for? And then you have the the tag matches, you know, the uh, original Survivor Series tag matches. It's like, well, I don't know. They just never really did anything for them. Especially with the tag teams. I love the original Survivor Series tag match with this, all the guys on the apron. You can't even see the action in the ring because they're all blocking the. But the best part about the old ones are the interviews they did with Mean Gene Oakland yes. before they came out. To the ring. I put it in the column. You don't today. have that stuff the 80, anymore. Now, granted, it was, on, it was the Thanksgiving Day tradition, but they opened that 89 Star Series with the, with the little vignettes, the little uh, opens. And, you know, they all said what they were thankful for. And, and Rick Rude said, you know, uh, Roddy Piper, Rick Rude, what is he? he's so ravishing. And Roddy Piper kissed the screen and said, because I'm not Ricky Rude. And they all, uh, DiBiase said, because I'm rich and you're not. And threw the money. Like, they were all characters back then. I'm thankful because I got the Canadian earthquake on my side. Like, I don't know if they had an open now if you'd be as riveted. Granted, we were kids then, and we have different memories of, of wrestling from 1989, but, like, they had such characters. I know mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a, the realism's a little bit different in 2018, but the characters were – those guys still stand the test of time. I just ran at the Brutus Beefcake not too long ago. Like, there's just an awe <laughs> – Andy's a big guy. There's just an awe <laughs> about these guys. I love that era of re- – I love sorry, that I mean, era of wrestling. I, don't mean to laugh. I ran into him at the Kowloon. <laughs> I, said, uh, I don't mean to laugh, but how many people could actually I think utter that a, sentence yeah, right, right now in 2018? I just ran into Brutus above a beefcake the other day. Like, how many people could actually He He's still captivating in 2018. I do want to mention, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention two things. Uh, one of my favorite parts of Raw in 2018 was, and we talked about, I'm trying to make this point earlier, <laughs> Triple H and The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, and these guys are larger than life. They want to win matches. They want to be the stars. One of my favorite stars ever in pro wrestling, even more so now, is Kurt Angle. And I love the fact that Kurt went out of his way, and that story is true. Kurt went out of his way to talk to Vince McMahon. He wanted to do something for Drew McIntyre, who was Drew Galloway, and they had a great moment, uh, great matches together in uh, in TNA, and they had the match together. Was it um, overseas? They had the match. 
It wasn't Defiant Wrestling. It was, I can't think of the promotion, but they had a the couple matches there. And then, uh, no, they had, it was both, one, one was overseas, excuse me, in Manchester, which is where McIntyre uh, just beat Angle again. And who is this, Angle and Drew McIntyre? Yeah, and McIntyre, to me, if he's, uh, he is the next major star. Drew's a guy who was misunderstood, I think, eh. the last time. I, you, see, you, I don't think he is. You're going to change your mind. Give him a little more time. No, you know why? He's so good. You know why I don't think that? Because we are in an era, and we kind of talked about this before you came in. We're in an era where those, where those big dudes. He's the exception. Did, is he? They, I think to, so. To me, they're just gimmicks. It like, is, all of them. I think, you know, I think Brock Lesnar is the exception, and I don't think any anyone else is. Now, you could say, well, The Undertaker's a monster, and... But even right now with The Undertaker, I'm like, I don't ever need to see The Undertaker again. He looks so old. I really right don't. Yeah. I don't need to see The Undertaker again. Lesnar's the exception. A guy like Drew McIntyre, I, I get wh- why you would say that and why others would say that. But to me, we've reached a point in time where the the wrestling fan wants to see a guy that they can relate to see, I did, when I, it comes to size. And I'm not I saying that, that they can relate to the size even of... Even of AJ Styles, like he's AJ Styles, still you know a jacked dude, you're jacked up dude, right. you know a muscular dude. But he's I'm, not six six. But, but I he's, get it. But he's yeah. not six eight. And and to me though, no looking matter like size, a superhero. Whether you're you're short and fat, I think with the ice hockey game, right? The fat guys, the the little guys, the medium guys. You've got to be able to, in wrestling to relate to a character. And McIntyre is a guy who his mother was handicapped. Uh, he lost her a few years ago when he when he was getting cut. From WWE the last time when he's in the three man band and got cut. Listen, now you're just making me feel bad. Oh, like I'm not, I'm not such, I didn't mean I'm not going st- no. into it like that. But there's also a great story there <laughs> at Raw, and, and there was a, it reminded me of this on Monday when when Lesnar tore apart the Singh brothers and Jinder Mahal. Lesnar went backstage to him and said, "What the hell are you doing?" And Brock again, the, the knock on Brock is he doesn't care. And he Wait, walked, what, what do you mean he went how, up, up to McIntyre? Brock Lesnar. They had a moment. Ago. Oh, years ago. Right. I thought what, you meant the other night. No, I said because they had a moment the other night too. He was in the three man band. Uh, McIntyre and oh okay yeah and Brock said what the and I'm sure it was a little bit more the language was different what the hell is your problem what are you doing and McIntyre was holding on to his job and wasn't well liked and he was getting going through a divorce his mom was dying uh, and he came in arrogant and he'll tell you he'll be the first guy to come in arrogant Drew McIntyre to me is one of the pillars of that company for the next five years if you don't like him watch a little bit more he's so good that match with Angle Angle if you watch Angle's facials. Man, was it so much fun to watch Kurt Angle, who who his mind is his mind can't his body can't keep up with his mind. There's another guy I could care less. If I oh, I love Kurt. Again. Come on, I'm not. His mind can't keep up with his body. I I, I love. I Angle. was never an Angle guy. I think we really? had this conversation before. Yeah. I was never a Kurt Angle guy. I think McIntyre is one of the next three or five big big stars in that well, company. Well, well, Mac- babyface or heel. McIntyre. We got a little off track, but but we got into this by saying you know, and McIntyre just had a beef with this group. And now that group, that stable, is beefing. Uh, Seth Rollins. Should watch Braun's knees on Sundays, too. How, how does Braun? <laughs> that's the big rumor is, you know, I think everybody's hurt. Braun Strowman? His knees. Banged up. Yeah. and I think He's a it, gimmick. I already told you. Everybody's I, banged up. He's kind of in no man. Braun Strowman's in no man's land. Like, I don't need to see him in a title picture ever again. I think he belongs. Braun Strowman belongs in a match on the kickoff show against the big show or something. Like, I don't. I think he's ready to be world champion. Give him um, a shot as world champion. No, I, I'm all set. You don't like Braun? No, I, I like Braun as your guy. I'm all set. It's too much. It's too much. 
it's forced. It's too much. And and but then it's like, a, well, how does he how does he lose? Can he only lose to Brock Lesnar? Because you've built him up so much to the point where right. he's tipping like, things over. He's yeah. I mean, he's 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 picking up cars. Like let's be, let's be honest. He needs, this is this guy, needs they to, need to they need to put this guy in the kickoff show and just forget that he was ever in the championship picture. Before he loses, and I'm the, sorry, I don't mean to get you power bombs right. next time you see him. He'll but, win the belt, and but before he loses it, he has to turn heel because. I mean, how do you, that was Roman Reigns' problem for so long. How do you believe in a guy who's larger than life? He can't lose, right? I've seen his problem, too. If When Braun wins the belt, and he will, he's going to have to turn heel because when he loses, he's going to have to be that big bully, unstoppable force that somebody has to – I mean, wrestling's the story of the chase, right? Braun's chasing right now that world title, which I love, the universal title. I wish it was the WWE title. There was one main t- belt. But Braun's chasing right now. When he – when he wins the belt, then before he loses it, he's going to have to turn heel because, again, you don't want to see the good guy toppled. Uh, you you got to have the good guy topple the bad guy. Uh, I, uh, big part of that wrestling. I think Braun's going to be a great champion. For I, I hope they just bury him in a feud with Baron Corbin and then they push him to the kickoff show. That's what I hope they do with we'll Braun Strowman. We respectfully disagree there. Um, but just to wrap it up here, again, we'll do it again. The group that's beefing right now is the Shield. Now, we know the Roman Reigns situation. We talked about that. He had to go. Uh, but Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and they're still not really like telling us like what's going on. So like, do you think they they have an end game for the storyline or like because Seth Rollins is fighting Shinsuke Nakamura and they've just completely buried Shinsuke Nakamura to the point where they even had Seth Rollins in the ring on Monday night getting interviewed. Was it to kick off the show, maybe? And he said, to be quite honest, he literally said, I don't care about the match I right don't now. care about Shinsuke, a match with Shinsuke Nakamura. Right now, because he cares about Ambrose. Yeah, but I, sure, I, I, but it's like a weird <laughs> comment yeah. to make. It's like, well, wait a minute. You know what? The way you presented Shinsuke, I don't care about him either. He'll be he'll be the headline of next week's column, by the way, next Wednesday. I'm going to do something with Shinsuke and, and post that next Wednesday on SI.com. But uh, Nakamura is so good. It's amazing they've made the extraordinary ordinary in Nakamura in pretty short time, too. It, it's heartbreaking, and I think that, but I think he's, I shouldn't say he's happy, but I think he's happy being a part of WWE, and so much of it is a challenge to present yourself that right presentation, but Nakamura should be more, I know he's got a belt right now, the U.S. title, but there's no buzz right now. Can you believe there's no buzz about Shinsuke nope. Nakamura? And they basically Man, said they don't terrible. care about it, and they had the words come out of Seth Rollins' mouth, so now he's feuding with so DM, Dean Ambrose. What? What's? I'm still, I guess I'm just, confused about the feud like is there something else that's going to happen that that i don't know about or are they just feuding to feud like it's a confusing storyline to me especially given the timing of it all the question like were they gonna do would they gonna do this if if roman reigns didn't have to leave i think they've been hinting at it but i don't think it would have happened then i think they would have built to it can you build that match to wrestlemania rollins ambrose that's a long time in wrestling when they're especially on the same brand I don't know. I'd love to see it happen, but let's. I love the fact that they're prolonging a feud, right? Let's not have Ambrose speak about it right away. Let's play some mind games. I love that. I love the fact they won the tag titles that night, the night of the split. Uh, I, I think they should prolong that as long as possible. I don't know if they can do it because the temptation is always next on Raw or next week on Raw. You know, we always see these matches that are rushed. Yeah. Um, but. I, I like them playing the long game there. I like I like the long form storytelling. I hope it goes until WrestleMania. But I, I don't get the storyline. It's just well that Ambrose was under nothing else to it. Underappreciated because he did the pro Ambrose did the promo through a shield vest in 
uh, garbage barrel filled with flames, and he put more gasoline on it. It right. didn't really do much. Right next to a car, by the way. Bad, bad idea. Yeah. Um, Keep in mind that's the receipt for Seth Rollins turning on him. Sure, they ago. don't, but they don't ever show that video. Yeah. They don't ever even acknowledge that. They don't. It's a big part of that the story. That was when Seth Rollins was the best when he was a heel, when he was a Triple H, right? That's now to me, I'm like, eh. Even with Seth Rollins, even with Dean Ambrose, that whole feud is like, eh. Like that's why Rollins I'm like, is, is there the something best. else going to happen there? Because it just kind of seems like it, there's just nothing. There's just nothing to it. Rollins did have a great run as world champion, though. Yeah, You're absolutely right. The yeah, the authority. I lo- I love that that run. So you don't know any inside info where they're going with that storyline because I did. Here's what I read, Every, and I'll yes. say to you: Here's Please. what I read. Everything I've heard is long, I read long I, form storytelling. You know, I don't like to read. I usually write and then let other people read what I write. But I did read something online, and I know you can't believe everything you read online, but you can believe some of it. At least I'd like to think so. Um, I read that they were going to work in a possible angle where Dean Ambrose's wife was cheating on him with cheating on him she's now an announcer for Raw was cheating on him with Seth Rollins while Dean Ambrose was away (laughs) you didn't didn't read that I I have not I mean that that. to me she was mine to me she was yours little Ric Flair Randy Savage Miss Elizabeth Hulk Hogan Randy Savage Miss Elizabeth involved like why can't they they gotta bring the, the the female into the picture of a storyline in that way still, I think. They, they might, do a pretty good right? job of keeping separation. I know she meant they're open about the fact they, they're together, but I like the little bit of separation that I think Renee Young's good on the broadcast team. Oh, I think she's great. I miss but Booker she can T be in a storyline like that. Don't you think that would be wild? It would be wild. I don't think they go for it. They're too PC. They're too, uh, I don't see that. I don't see it happening. She's a little too quiet about it, if you ask me. I just feel like, and I get this sense, and the reason I believed it is because I read it and I said, well, that makes sense because there is a piece missing. And maybe it's not that piece. Maybe it's going to be something else. Maybe it's going to be something else completely like, different. But I'm telling you right the now. The storyline was rushed. The, more likely the storyline was rushed and they're, they're kind of. Pl- so that's probably what it is. Which is a great story, but w- the question in wrestling is always, where do we go from here? Right? That was great. Last night was great with Brian. And that's why I love the heel turn. Where do we go from here? And that's a big. St- that's always the big question in pro wrestling. Well, I know where we go from here. Uh, we end the show, and I put it up on iTunes, Spotify, and you can also listen at Podcast One. He is Justin Barrasso. And, uh, Justin, thanks for coming in. Hey, my pleasure. Uh, I know I kept you longer than you wanted to be. What are we going on? Hour and a half right now I hope of wrestling talking. You know what? We could do this for two hours, three hours, and we could, I mean, in all reality, we could make this a regular thing. And, and I, I know I tweeted during the week that, like I'm sitting there watching Raw and I'm watching SmackDown and, and the unpredictable feeling that they gave us leading into this pay-per-view, it's like these are the moments that bring me back to the old days where I'm actually jacked up at the end of a Raw or a SmackDown. That feeling and, of excitement, right. And, and, and I'm, like, I'm like, you know what I want to do? Like, you know what a goal of mine is? Like, in whatever industry that I'm in, I consider myself an entertainer who's a columnist who really, for the most part, covers sports, but we do some professional wrestling on this show as well. Um, sports entertainment. My one of my goals is actually to to have some type of professional wrestling WWE post game show, like to to be a part of. And I actually, you know, that I pitched this, and I think we might have talked about this before. I've pitched this to 
somebody, I sent an email to somebody at WWE. I forget who it was. I think they responded with some. I don't think we have discussed this for this Some bullshit generic email. Like they weren't going to pay attention to it. I said, here's what you should do. You need a show on the network, right? That is sort of like a real life show. Like someone like me who watches your product and critiques it and does it in a way where there's no punches pulled. Like, like this is how I, everything that we've talked about here, like this guy's a gimmick, this guy's that, this guy's no good. And you should have a show on your network. That's like that. Almost like, you know, the first take on ESPN. Like you need like a sports radio show, only a, a professional wrestling version and it could be a post-game show. Like, it could be on Wednesday nights. And it could be on Fox Sports 1. <laughs> and it could be me and you, Justin Barrasso. And it could be presented by Budweiser. This Bud's for you. Or as I had to correct my tweet, oh, actually, it could be presented by DraftKings. Use promo code PICPIC right now at DraftKings.com to play for free with your first deposit. Promo code PICPIC at DraftKings.com. The post show is, Th- I agree. That's what we could do. There's a lot of potential for the post show because I think, to me, the best radio show on pro wrestling is on SiriusXM. It's Busted Open Radio. Yep. Those, guys, those guys are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, again, the problem when WWE has uh, Fox Sports or they, they, they do the post show on Raw, which I'm sure they will, what makes I mean, my favorite show on television might be Inside the NBA. Barkley, Kenny, Ernie, those guys are critical. Now, they're not critical to be critical. They're honest. And they're not insulting guys. And Barkley doesn't go after a guy's family. They, they, they talk about talent. And they have the right no, to. No, and, right? and like, they, it's, it's compelling. I'm not asking to go after the families, yeah. No, but they're, they're critical It's in, in, a compel, in an honest, fair fashion. You have to be on a post-show. You have to be critical. So I think that that, that genre is still lacking, that post-show. And again, it's tough, too, because, you know, pay-per-views end late. Right, so it's not like it's an early show, but I do think there's some potential for. You do that. it on a Wednesday night. You yep. could have a show on Wednesday night on Fox Sports One, and you could have me host it. Now, here's what they're gonna do: somebody will hear this, they'll do the show on Fox Sports One, but they won't have me do it. They will take the idea. Oh, it it's gonna be done. Just by somebody <laughs> it, else. Yeah. It might even be they might have you on it, but it'll be you and like. And I'll say, who knows? I'll who. say, Danny, gonna Danny, who? <laughs> but they I'm should kidding. do it. I'm, they will do it. It just won't be me. But when they, when you do see it, just know where that idea came from. Came from me. You think people right? want to hear more of the two of us? Yeah, I think they do. Let's keep going. How how, how much longer? I can didn't. We... I didn't mean tonight. I, people want more of these. Let's make. Yeah, it a they thing. do. I get the sponsors rolling up. I'll pull it right now. I got my Rolodex of, of, of potential advertisement that we could get for it. We could do. We could roll video. We could put it on YouTube. I put some clips of us on yeah, my I YouTube like that. channel. I remember the casket match. Yeah. That was a fun idea. I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah. Right? Seen, they should have they that's how they end undertake his career. His if his career doesn't end, him getting smashed into the casket and rolled away, then I don't I, I don't know how they're doing it right with him. I'd I go back and forth. I'd like to see him take a mania off. I, I would like him at this MetLife mania though. I, I don't know in what role Oh, he'll be there. Has to, I mean clearly. He'll be there. Yeah. Already back at MetLife, too, huh? I was right. just there for WrestleMania, what, like 20, was it three years ago? No. Was Four years ago? Five years ago, maybe? 20, 28, cause 29 was Florida. 30 was... What are we was, at now? 35? We're about right. to go to 35? It was hmm. 28, I believe. You risk, I mean, let's be honest, you risk snow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for, yeah, I mean, be, first week of April, that, in New York City or New Jersey, wherever you want to call it, MetLife. 
I was there. I remember it was a little chilly that night. I'm thrilled that it's local. And I, you know, my Airbnb all set up. I can't wait. But it's it's going to be tricky to navigate WrestleMania week. It's not even weekend anymore. WrestleMania week has so many great shows. I don't know how convenient. I don't think. I mean, I'm a Boston guy. Yeah. I don't think New York is that convenient. I think everything's spread out. It's going to be tricky. I can't wait, though. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, WXW is coming from Germany. There's going to be so many fun pieces to WrestleMania week this year. Um, yeah, maybe we can do something. Do, do we do we take a show on the road to New York City. Do they have like a an, they must have like a pre WrestleMania fest. At like all a fan in, fest. At all in they had a radio row. Yeah, so well. But you had to pay to get on it. It was so well. See you done. later. I'm not gonna pay look, I'm not gonna pay I'm not paying to bring my show to you. Like and I know I sound like Richard Justice. You ever I ever tell you the Richard Justice story? No. Major League Baseball writer? I never told you the story. No. Oh, this is beautiful. Great name, Richard. I mean, I, that's a pro wrestling. Look, name I got right this. There. This is going in the book. I got more stories than anybody knows about some of these guys in the sports media, right? I got so many stories, but it's going. A lot of it's going in the book. I'm not going to tell you it all. What's the title of the book? Do we know yet? The book. Yeah. Title of the book. It's going to be called Go Fuck Yourself. That's, I think, the name of the book. That's basically what it's going to be called. The Danny Picard story. Uh, Mike, I, you know, it's going to be called Mike Drop. It's going to be called Mike like Drop. That. Right? That's what it's going to be called. Um, I was going to use Pipe Bomb, but CM Punk already used it. So we'll call it Mic Drop. <laughs> That's just going to be. This is going to be in the book. Chapter 12. Richard Justice, Major League Baseball writer. I was doing my, doing a webcast from my apartment. Man, this might have been six, seven years ago. And, you know, I I didn't make a penny off of it. Like, not a, I mean, if anything, I was, I was paying money to, for my own Skype phone number. Like, so I am actually losing like 13 bucks every, every three months. I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but just to go, just goes yeah, to show you right, all right, the equipment right. I had to buy. I'm paying money to do my own show. I'm not making money off this show. I think I had a sponsorship with Fathead. We just did giveaways and I used it for the Fathead tweet. They had a lot of followers on Twitter. They would retweet me. We do a giveaway. It would gain some publicity. It would get people to listen to the show to see you how won many, the giveaway. How many people are on Twitter, by the way? Right? My theory? Yeah. Like 50,000 people. And there's only 50,000 people on Twitter. And all these assholes have multiple accounts. And that's it. That, that's all it is. It's just a bunch of people with multiple accounts. And I, they, they need to, I know, what is Twitter doing? They're adding like an edit button. Right. You know what they need to do? Forget the edit button. Twitter, take my advice. Give an advice, take it. Scrap the edit button or whatever other buttons you want to add. Here's what you should add. Transparency. I want to know everybody's account. I want, if somebody's tweeting from their own name, I like Justin Barrasso, you're going to tweet tonight? Yeah. When I look at your profile, it better tell me every single other profile that you run secretly. And I'm, not, I'm using you, me, right. I'm using you I, as an I, example. I only have one for what and, it's and, worth. Yeah, and I know, I know that you could maybe start a whole new email and 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 probably get away with it that way but you know i bet you to some people that are so stupid they don't even do that they all they you they just use it all it's all under the same thing right i don't really know how it works that way but it's transparency the transparency button we'll call it that's what twitter needs to do anyways richard justice anyways richard justice i don't even know how we got on that i don't know how, how you your book my book um is going to be called mic drop but chapter 12 richard justice i'm doing my podcast from my living room. I'm paying to do it. 
Not making a dime off it. Oh, Fathead. I had a sponsor with yes. Fathead. I used their for the tweets giveaways. Yeah, for yeah. the giveaways. And um, Richard Justice agrees to come on the show. He's a Major League Baseball writer. You see him on ESPN on uh, Pod and the Interruption. He's usually on PTI with those guys, and that's how, what I knew him from. Like, oh, it's a big name for me. You know what I mean? Richard Justice. Like, I respect him. And and uh, I asked him to be on. He, he, he respectfully said that, yeah, he would. And I, I appreciated it, you know? And I never forget those people. So, um... The next day, you know, the way I would do it, it was kind of like a live webcast on, I think it was Blog Talk Radio. All right. And it was live. And I had a number that was kind of given through Skype, and it's more money I'm paying. You had to pay to go on Blog Talk Radio. And I give this guy the number right before the show. I email him the number. I start doing the show. I'm doing it live. It's a live show. You can listen. It was an hour. I did it every morning at 9 o'clock. It turned into a podcast afterwards. He's emailing me. I think I read the emails on the air during the show. He's emailing me and says he's not calling in. And his direct quote was on the email, and I have the email somewhere. I'll, I'll take a screenshot and I'll put it in. A, it'll in be a picture in the book. Yeah. It'll be in a, a little picture in the book, the actual email. Um, his direct quote was, I'll never forget it. I'm not paying my money to do your show. That's what he said. And he never called in. Amazing. Richard Justice. Re- respected baseball writer to a lot of other people, but not to me. Okay? He, this is what he did to me. Now, I am... I was... Uh, how much would that have cost him? How much would it have cost him? Four Cheez-Its? Like, I don't know. Like, what... Like, this... Not much. Like, uh, does yeah. it even... Like, what kind of phone do you have, buddy? Right. What are you going down the street to a pay phone? Like what are you just, tra- what are you doing? What's the number though when you would when you would defend him? Would you defend him in like the thousands? If, had, if it cost him like fifteen hundred dollars, would you be like, oh, I get it? What's the number you'd be like, oh, he did agree to it though, so I'm with you on that. But what's if he, the number? If he if he had to pay, ta- if he had where's pay, he calling from? He's calling from Texas. The moon, He's calling from yeah. Houston. How much does it? it honestly, it might have been a one eight hundred number. Like I don't even know. How much is it going to cost you? you? I don't know, buddy. How much is your phone plan? Like, how much do you, do you, and it's to the point where, doesn't everybody just have unlimited minutes? Are you, are you Even going back point? for the last 10 years? All right, I, I, I remember when I used to have a Nextel, right? All right, the minutes weren't free. It wasn't unlimited minutes. Texting wasn't free, right? The two-way was the only thing that was free. That's why we got a Nextel. We used Absolutely. to two-way each other, you know? People, uh, we used to two-way. Seemed like a good free. idea at the time, yeah. Yeah, it was a big thing. Anyways, I wasn't asking him to two-way, all right, on the next tell. But, like, what type of fucking phone plan do you have where you can't call in to, to the show that you agree to call into and then just be a prick about it by saying, I'm not spending my money to do your show? Well, Sid Justice like, just gave you a great chapter 12, at least. you know, Or Richard Justice, excuse me. Sid, Ju- yeah, Sid gave Justice. You, yeah. gave you a great yeah. The last 12. thing I'd be doing yeah. is knocking Sid Justice if he told me he wasn't calling in on my show. But I will do it to Richard Justice because he's a prick. And he can go fuck himself. And that's chapter 12. And the new book that'll be coming out in 2022 <laughs> called Mic Drop, where I will spill all the beans you always, Justin, if there's any advice that I leave you with today, I leave the people with today. Maybe this is how I end my promo, my final promo, before I write the book and step away and write the book. You always, with everybody that you encounter, you always got to get something and keep it in your back pocket. Some good advice for you. Some great advice. Always keep something about everybody in your back pocket. Because you never know when you're going to have to write a book. 
to be able to make a little money. Watch my step. <laughs> I'm going to mention, if you don't mind, uh, Friday, every, every Wednesday we do the uh, Week in Wrestling, which is a uh, – so much pride goes into that, and and, uh, and take a lot, a lot of put a lot of passion into that every Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, Monday there'll be a Survivor, or late Sunday night there'll be a Survivor Series review takeaways piece, but there'll also this Friday be a Q and A with Johnny Gargano. Uh, nice. NXT, it was an NXT star and really nice. really good. And I'm obviously biased. Tommaso Ciampa, he's an Everett kid. I, mm-hmm. you know, that alone, it's you don't need to much to win me over, but you know, be from Mass is, is a starting point. So I can't wait for NXT uh, this weekend, Survivor Series. And seriously, too, I think what you do is fantastic. I'm thrilled to be on the show. I hope people enjoy and listen, and uh, I can't wait to come back. All right, he's Justin Barrasso. Check him out at SI.com. Again, every single Wednesday, uh, he will be giving you all the scoop in the professional wrestling world. Again, you can get the show at Podcast One, also on iTunes, Spotify, Follow me on all forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Danny Picard. And I, I should have brought this up is that my latest episode of my video game series, Pick Up Your Sticks, is the real Ring of Honor world champ, Matt Taven. He joined me. We played NBA Live 19. And if you haven't seen that game yet, you should go watch the episode because it's a really good game. And uh, Matt Taven's a big NBA fan. So... We had a nice chat, not just about the NBA, but also about some professional wrestling stuff as well. So make sure you go check that out. YouTube.com slash Danny Picard. I will give you another podcast this week. It'll be dropping either Thursday or Friday. I'll have my picks for week 11 in the NFL, a segment that I call Picks Picks. I'll also give you my DraftKings gotta have them play. One guy that you gotta have in your DraftKings lineup for Sunday's afternoon NFL games. Until then, I am out. Talk to you soon.